Blog Talk Radio. We've had the best football picks for a decade, and we ain't stopping now. Live from the IMLD Home Studios, in its 10th season, this is, in much less detail, the podcast, where we cut through the noise and give you your NFL breakdown in much less detail. Now your host, Jay Andre. It is the last regular season football party for this season, 2022-2023. Finally, we made it to the end. And what better way to celebrate than to say prayers up and thank you we didn't see a man actually die on the field Monday night. Well, he did kind of die for a little bit. Uh, anyway, uh, you are live to In Much Detail, the podcast. We are here for you live on Saturday night, January 7, 2023. We know if you're a real football fan, you're looking at the last minutes of the crazy AFC South title game between the Guars and Titans. Uh, but they will have to fill us all in on all the happenings because I am in an area where I cannot access the television. So I'm Andre, he's Jay, and I'm totally blind as far as that game goes. So, uh, But if you're joining us live during that game, uh, thank you. Happy you could join us, and hopefully we'll be uh, somewhat entertaining for the next couple of hours as we get back on a uh, heart-stopping Week 17. We get started already today. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to pull one of these uh, magic acts that I haven't had to pull in a while where I understand three out of every four words you say. Uh, that stinks. I'm in the same room that I was in the last time I was here at uh, my wife's uncle's house, and I didn't hear any hiccups uh, during that show listening back. I don't know why it's break, uh, breaking up today. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, hopefully it clears up, but we'll just uh, we'll, 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 we'll power through it. I, I've I've done it with worse audio on your end, so <laughs> that's why I asked you to host. I'm glad you're uh, at the helm because I'm on this Wi-Fi, which obviously is very shaky. Um, but we'll do the best that we can. Um, any uh, updates, uh, real quick, on that game uh, at the moment? Uh, let's see here. It is still twenty to sixteen. Jags over the Titans. Uh, we are at the minute forty-six mark. In the fourth quarter, Josh Dobbs was just sacked and recovered his own fumble. It is third and 12 now in Tennessee territory. So the Jaguars actually um, knocked them back. They had just crossed midfield, and now after the fumble sack, it is third and 12. Tennessee is down to uh, two timeouts. All right. We will uh, try to keep updated on that as the uh, the game goes down to its conclusion. While we also look back on week 17, um, I don't know how in the world we can uh, look situation with uh, Lamar Hamlin. Uh, before we even get to our full uh, awards in the, in the works of week 17, um, your, your initial thoughts about exactly what happened. You uh, were in the 
watched it happen um, live, but you were in the position of getting home and basically turned the TV on to that particular incident. Yeah, I got home, uh, sat down to eat dinner, and, you know, because the game is on ESPN, I can put it on, I can watch it on my phone. So I sat down, you know, sat down to eat dinner, flipped up the phone, hit play on my swing TV, and it immediately is, you know, DeMar Hamlin falling backwards onto the field and the the chaos that has ensued over the last uh, week since that happened, basically, and, and, and everything in between. It, it, it's, it's wild. We haven't seen anything quite like that. I mean, we've seen some horrifying injuries. Uh, we haven't seen a guy make a... What, what looked what basically looked like a fairly routine football play. A couple of guys colliding into each other. Uh, we've seen way harder hits than that. And then to have the player stand up, take a moment, and basically drop dead. Uh, you know, I'm glad I've never seen anything else like that. Hope I never see it again. But, you know, it's a violent sport. And, you know, these guys are... They're in peak physical condition, and some something happened. Well, but you got hit. He, you know, whatever happened, you know. And there's so much. And I don't want to even get into the the speculation and all of that. Because so trust me, I've got things to say about that as we get through the show. Um, just the just how scary the the whole situation is, and then you you don't know. Like you're thinking about this guy who's basically dying for our entertainment on live TV, and you know, then that makes everything else that you would think about, like as us as football watchers, you know, kind of goes all the way to the back of the brain about like, wait a minute, this is all this guy's fighting for his life, and this is wild, but this is still. Like there's still a football season going on here. Well, you know that that all became an issue as it went down the road too, and then the the way it's all been handled since then, and the NFL, and it just what a mess. Uh, glad the kid's awake, and uh, sounds like he's getting better every day. I thought for sure he was dead. Yeah, if this guy was playing in the backyard with his kids or on the job anywhere else, he is dead. I mean, just the fact that he's alive is a testament to the doctors and the people who were able to run out there. But how many of us have doctors just waiting to run out to, you know, bring us back to life at a moment's notice like that. And that, that's, you know, we can talk about the violence of the sport, but because it's a violent sport, he got the best medical attention that you could ask for. At, at the exact time that he needed it. Exactly. Um, a comment from uh, Jerry Lawler, uh, Twitter Monday, um, and he is uniquely qualified to comment on what he saw because Jerry Lawler also uh, caught a, a swift blow to the chest and wound up uh, throwing up and having a, a heart attack, cardiac event, uh, and still does say because he also is in an industry with doctors and medical staff very close nearby, ready to jump in and see him. Um, so, yeah, he can speak on that. Most of us can't, but we will anyway. Um, I, I think that's basically what we saw was just with all the millions of hits that we've seen guys deliver to each other over the years, I think we just have to see the one perfect blow to the 
sister to the heart that uh, was right when he was exhaling or or whatever, uh, and just at the perfect moment to get him uh, to stop his heart. Um, it's amazing that that doesn't happen more often. As hard as these guys slam into each other, um, I think that's all it was. T. Higgins dropping his head to uh, break the tackle uh, and run through the the guy trying to tackle him put his helmet right on that perfect spot. I think that's all it is. Um, yeah, and we don't know. And I have you we know, don't thoughts know. about that. Right, we actually don't know what happened. That was right. a thing that was floated out there by some doctor on TV watching from a 1,000 miles away probably. We really don't know. It's going to be a while, I think, before any word of this gets out. I mean, it's other than the little bits of information that we're getting about his condition, we're not getting – really anything about the why of it which is again that's for another day um who knows we don't know what it was <laughs> there's a whole lot of people who want to tell us what it is between dr dre and dr j and all these people all these doctors on tv uh they're, they're not doctors but they play them on tv yep. um, a whole lot of people have an opinion about what happened to that kid and uh that just sort of added to the whole to the whole mess of everything. Um, it's a final uh. in Jacksonville. The Tennessee Titans are not going to the playoffs. No. Jacksonville Ooh. 20, Tennessee 16, in what could possibly be the first of two wild uh, predictions of ours to come true. So hang on while I pat myself on the back. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. as I said, all the yeah. way back when we did our season preview, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to the playoffs. I hate that. I hate that you got that right. What the hell? You laughed at Jaguar. me. The Jaguars. Of course I laughed at you. God. <laughs> Not laughing now. Not laughing at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Division champion, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars win wow. five straight to come back and win the AFC South at nine and eight. Hey, and at least it's not a sub 500 division winner here. <laughs> this is true. That's at least true. they got the nine. They also will finish as the only team in the AFC South with a positive point differential. <laughs> Good Lord. So it takes a, it takes a, Defensive. It takes a defensive touchdown strip sack of Josh Dobbs at the three-minute mark when this game was basically being won ugly uh, by the Tennessee Titans to, to win this mm. thing. And then I'll, I'll go here to a quick uh, text interaction that I got from uh, my mother at halftime of that game. My mom sends me a text that says, Dobbs is pretty good. <laughs> I replied... Not really, <laughs> but he's done good so far. I expect him to have a tough second half. Unfortunately, yeah, for, for all Titans fans out there, uh, that's what happened. So, so you, you you got it, you know, and, and you could get yours tomorrow. So yeah, we might good. both be we might be both popping the corks on uh, <laughs> some wild predictions to come true. You're one day away from. Getting a nine and eight Packers wild card team into the playoffs, and uh, I have got the Jacksonville Jaguars 
as my surprise team in the playoffs this year to come through for me. And uh, I love it. And I hope you stretch. It feels good. I hope you stretched before you patted yourself on it. Cause that can, you can get injured doing that. I hope you <laughs> stretched first before you did that. Oh, so I do have things to, I do have things to say about the, of course, I think we both have, I hate to say awards, but as it falls into our categories for what we do, I, I do have more about that Monday night game to talk about as far as our awards go. So I, I'm trying not to steal my own thunder here. No, I understand. No, you, uh, you'll you get to jump off on it uh, first if you, if you so choose because uh, due to the fact that we both had the same record last week, week 17, our worst week of the season, five and nine, both of us. Uh, not not on the hot streak going into the playoffs. Uh, not like the Jaguars. Jags uh, and the Packers, uh, red hot uh, as the season winds down, and we are not. We are now both swimming underwater under 500 for the season. I am at uh, six games under, and you are at two games. Uh, that equates to a game lead over me uh, for the season. Uh, so we're both trying to fight and swim our way back over 500, and we'll be tough as week in the world to do it. Week eight where none of us have any idea what's going to happen, and the point spread reflects that uh, thusly. Uh, but by virtue of us finishing uh, the same record, uh, you having won the week before will get the honors to tell us about your awards for Week 17. So we all know what the uh, the, the bad awards are probably going to uh, entail uh, for the good. Start off right. uh, the best thing to you about Week 17. It, obviously without getting into my actual best award, the best thing is that DeMar Hamilton or DeMar Hamlin, not Hamilton, DeMar Hamlin is alive and yeah. he's responsive and the medical says We talked about that, that in the, in the metaphysical sense is really the best part of the week. Um, but hey, there's still 15 other games that happened, even though that, that was the dominant story of everything. And it was nice to get back to a couple of games of football today where nobody died. So that was encouraging. That was refreshing. Everybody um, lived. Yay. Get that, everybody lives. <laughs> kind of gets that taste out of your mouth, um, you know, and actually get back to the job. You know, I mean, if, if I drop dead of a heart attack in, at my job, job's still open the next day, I'm sure. Um <laughs> still have a job. This is a multi-billion dollar industry, so I'm going to stay on the field for my best of the week with all the other things on the good side with the DeMar Hamlin situation, the the $8 million and donations that his toy drive, all of that should be, that, that is clearly the best thing. That's the best story. Um, but I'm going to give my award for best of week 17. Um, I, I, I Basically, to the teams, I'm doing one of your moves. I'm just going to give it to everybody. Um, here, okay. so I'm going to start rapid fire here. I'm giving it to the teams that took care of business, teams that had a job to do, working towards their playoff goals, and everybody who needed to take care of business to line up things going into Week 17 that took care of business. Almost all of them did it in blowout fashion. So the Jags, the Giants, the Packers, the Lions, and the Seahawks, who all still had playoff hopes. Went and they they didn't just you know take care of business you know last last second field goal uh, they whooped that ass so I'm giving it to all five of those teams for coming out firing the Jags punched their ticket tonight you know last week was their 
fourth game in this five-game winning streak. The Giants punched their ticket. Packers took control of their playoff destiny. The Lions, after that bad loss to Carolina, bounced back, destroyed the Bears. And Seattle, uh, shockingly, you know, whooped up on the Jets, uh, which we did not expect. We both locked up the Jets, and Seattle Mm -hmm. uh, stuck that one to us. So Mm -hmm. I'm saying my best of the week are, you know, sometimes we talk about the teams that rise up and do what they need to do. I'm giving it to all of those as a as a group. Yeah, good. That's that's good. Uh, a positive outlook uh, for the teams that absolutely did open up a can on their opponents and, and what they have to do. Uh, I wish we have predicted more of them to do that because we got a lot of those wrong. Um, we had uh, two whole games last week in which we both were on the same winning side. Out of that entire 16-game docket, we had two games, uh, yeah. that, or 15 games, as it turned out, docket. Uh, we both had the Dolphins. We both had the Packers. Other than that, we were all over the place. We both boned that Jets. We both thought the Bears would give the Lions a, a, a fight. Um, that didn't work out at all. Um, I thought Houston was going to – the Texans are completely uh, impossible to figure out. There's they, they give you effort and fight every time you think they won't. And then when you have some trust in them, they just completely shit the bed. Uh, so no doubt about that, the Colts and, and Jeff Saturday, that, that's my fault for picking the, the Colts. Uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, I, I just wish I had a, a better handle on those teams, know how to get things done. And then we both had the Chiefs, one of those teams, to go out and get things done. And they won the game for the Broncos. Yeah. They, they certainly uh, scuffled again doing that. Uh, so that was both to come back and say, well, maybe a couple in this finale against the Raiders. No, no, they're doing snow angels and uh, snow globes and bring around the <laughs> yeah. posy and yeah, bullshit. yeah, they blew the they blew the doors off uh, off of the Raiders. But if we'd have picked to uh, to, to blow the doors off, then they would have found a way to, to pull it around. And struggle. I, I can't my head around the Chiefs at all. Uh, so good on the team. That they had done uh, last week when they were supposed to. Um, I will go back to that uh, Monday night for the best of the week. The, the best thing that I could pull out of the week was what happened uh, in, the, in the aftermath of all that. Uh, as, as I told you uh, on text, as we're texting about the incident, I really thought that they were going to pull uh, a WWE, and it, it looks like they tried to. I thought they were going to do the the old Vince McMahon when when Owen Hart fell his death from the rafters and he said, oh, "Show must bond." Guys out there wrestling uh, around the set, uh, in the corner of the ring where Hart's body the mat and put a hole in the in the mat uh, and busted up the wood and everything else and there's blood on, on that area. I just run around. It. It, it, it'll be fine. We'll, we'll fix it later. Um, I thought the NFL was going to to pull. I think they tried to pull that. Um, the best part about Week 17 was the Bills and Bengals players and coaches uh, deciding to take over the situation and be the grown-ups because Roger Goodell was not going to be the grown-up. He was going to be the CEO of a major corporation and state that the labor gets back out there and entertain the fans and bread and circuses. And the players basically got together with the coaches and said, Fuck that! We're, we're not we're not doing that. Are you serious, dude? dude almost died out here. What are you? You, you just get right there and act like 
happen. No, we're not going to do it. The game did not get postponed and ultimately canceled because the NFL at heart about a unique situation that no one ever seen and hopefully we never seen like it again. Uh, they, at the heart, the players got together with the coaches and made the NFL have a heart. And so we're not going back out there. I, I really thought they were pulling hard and made them go back out there and do it. So that's the best thing to me is that the grown-ups got together and made that decision because Goodell wasn't doing it. Yeah, and even that isn't uh, – even that's in question. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news this week because you've got the NFLPA coming out and saying, no, that actually didn't happen, yeah. which is really yeah, strange. A lot of the, he said, yeah, he said I mean, right it, this whole thing is messy. You know, the Players Association, the head of the Players Association is like, yeah, no, we were actually in contact with Goodell, and at no point in the conversation was like them demanding us to go back on the field ever part of this. So I don't even – so, yeah, I get your point because that was part of the narrative early in the week. And then, it, and then I don't know if this is cover-up time. You don't know what these – there's so much money and publicity and all that at stake. You, you don't even know what to make of even something as simple as, as that, right? Um, although the Players Union te- te- technically goes out of their way to make the commissioner look bad, so I think they'd take the chance to throw him under the bus. But just such a straight – the whole story with all that was strange. The, at the end of the day, it took them 66 minutes – to call the game. So I don't, I don't know if that's what's all involved in that, but what part of that was what you said at the very part start of that was no matter what was going to come down or what all was going on behind the scenes, Bengals and the bills were like, no, we ain't going out there no matter what. So the rest of that, I I don't know. Was that, was that your boy Fidel? Uh, What, what was he doing? Uh, According to Troy Vincent, they were all in communication and that, that, edict of you have five minutes to get back on the field uh, did not happen. So I don't know. I will probably never know. <laughs> uh, short of uh, the smoking guns, a pruder tape uh, uh, evidence, uh, voice evidence, yeah, none of us will ever know, but we, we have our opinions. I have my opinion. I'll uh, my side of what I think happened in the worst of the week, but you go first with your worst of the week. Uh, well, my worst of the week is not going to go to anybody on the football field. It's going to, you guessed it, social media. Worst mm-hmm. of the week, the keyboard warriors, the blame game, and the virtue signalers. Everybody who had a opinion that they knew nothing about this last week is the worst of the week. You have got people, uh, you know, di- like I talked about, the doctors are diagnosing this from a thousand miles away. Oh, it's got to be this rare condition that only 200 people a year get. That, that's what it is. Uh, you've got other people say it all. Wait, wait, oh, was he vaccinated? It was the worst of the worst of the worst on social media from the moment, like the moment that dude hit the turf and fell backwards and died before he was resuscitated. Man, it became a cesspool on social media. And you know how much I love me social media. Um, <laughs> I stayed away. I, I didn't post anything because this, this, that was, there was no time. There was no place. Um, you've got people, uh, was it, you know, somebody who we normally just revile, uh, Skip Bayless just got completely destroyed for a, a tweet that he put out there about 
of asking a valid question about like, well, wait a minute, this is you know this is important. This is a big game, and you know, and then ends that by saying, hey, that's actually you know not important right now because of what's happening. But man, you have to get people or all over him. But I think that was more of an earned. That was more of a lifetime achievement award, I think, than if somebody had just you know in good faith said something like that. Um, but the whole the whole world went crazy, and the whole social media world went crazy, and I was not having any of it. I I couldn't deal with it, um, other than wanting updates and knowing how the guy was doing. But then also, as we progressed past Monday into Tuesday, what the hell's going on? Like, well, this game matters. What's going to happen? Are they going to play it? What's going? And then the rest of that, and I've got another award for that part of the story um, as we go down. But, yeah, all the virtue signals, all the look-at-me, look-at-me people, all the keyboard warriors, just, man, they just can't get enough of themselves. You know, when you make it about you and not the guy who's – like fighting for his life, that says something. Yeah, uh, you're you're right. Fuck Skip Bayless moment on Twitter, just everybody trying to dunk on Skip Bayless. Uh, I, I, I didn't did know you see his tweet? Said. I didn't think it was that yeah. bad. I didn't. It wasn't either. that bad. I was looking for it because I saw all the dunking, and then I wanted to. What the hell did he say? And then I saw it. I was like, um. That's, it's not that, that's, yeah, it, it, it wasn't insensitive. It wasn't any of this stuff. It, it was maybe mistimed because it was so soon after what happened, but it wasn't even the, the, like what he wrote wasn't bad. And he just got destroyed for it. And it, this is, but this is the, this is that mentality. This is that social media, like, rah, you know, let's get them. <laughs> it's also a great move by Skip Bayless. He got so much for himself and he yeah. probably that show the next day probably got the highest rating it's gotten in a long time uh so probably. he knows what he's doing yeah i mean he's yeah, not he's, stupid we don't like him i didn't like him all the way back when he was in chicago um right writing for the the chicago papers his, his opinions were bad but that you can separate that from that tweet because that tweet was not bad no it, it i paraphrased bad. it I don't have it in front of me. I paraphrased it in a way, but he's talking about, hey, this is, you know, the, the ramifications of what this could mean for like the AFC. This again, this this, this matters, and it turned out he's right because look at the way they ha- handled that whole situation. But again, I'm talking about that later. <laughs> yeah, um, I, there's a lot of people that have a lot of uh, opinions, and uh, I didn't see. A- crazy stuff that you're talking about, like trying to tie it to COVID or whatnot. I didn't, I didn't get any of that, thankfully, the night oh, uh, that it, it happened. Was, yeah, it was, if you were following through, like, just, like, what was going on with him, just following through, like, the live tweeting of a lot of it, um, yeah, it was bad. But it was bad. It wasn't just bad one way. It was, you know, it was a whole lot of the no you, you know, stuff. And yeah. it was just, it, it's Twitter, man. It, it's the worst place on earth. Well, it's in corners of Twitter. I what I what I do with Twitter is I don't really search like news stories when it mm-hmm. when things happen. I'm not looking for everybody's opinion on a on a story. I'm looking through my timeline for the people I follow because most of the people I follow are actually intelligent and don't talk about stuff like that, like COVID or sure. crazy shit. So that that's where I think you get a lot of the really silly stuff is when you see a news item and you go down the list of what's everyone talking about this particular news item, but I don't want to know what most people are talking about. 
Um, the people that I follow were very responsible as far as that goes. I had the one uh, angle about it that I'm still angry about, which is the whole uh, where it seems like uh, NFL these guys to go back on the field. Um, and that gets to my worst of the week is I pause and take a drink. It's starting to dry up already. <clears throat> but my worst goes to that whole uh, situation that I thought was going to be in a situation where they send them back out there. Uh, I, I really want to never forget that that was the initial move was, was like a instinct was to send them back out there. I believe that uh, you can say that we don't really know and it's true, but I still really believe that. I, uh, I guess evidence of that is I went and got the, the clip. I got Joe Buck saying uh, what they were going to do as far as uh, starting the game back up. So this is after, I don't know, 30 minutes uh, or so um, of wondering what was going to happen uh, about that game as they're all kind of standing around and trying to figure things out. Uh, so there's a couple of clips. There's this first comment about it where he first uh, intimates that there's a, a five-minute edict uh, from the league, and then there's another uh, follow-up about it where he names the league and says is what we're getting from the league. And I guess if you think Joe Buck is that big of a piece of crap that he would make that up, then that, yeah, you could say that uh, we don't really know. But as much as I don't like Joe Buck, I don't he was making any of this stuff. And this is a Bills team. You, during the break, we watched Sean McDermott call his team over and say, we're going to say a prayer. We're going to say a prayer for DeMar. They're going to try to continue to play this game. Sean Smith has gone over to each head coach. The two head coaches you can see got together, and they'll have five minutes to warm up. Yeah, Lisa, as we said, they've been given five minutes to quote-unquote get ready to go back to playing. That's the word we get from the league and the word we get from down on the field, but nobody's moving. So if you think he pulled that out of his ass, okay, then you say no one really knows. I don't think he pulled that out of his ass. And there's another piece of, of evidence that goes with that. If you watch uh, in the tape and he's talking about that, what the TV cams are showing, unbelievably, is Joe Burrow has at that point when Joe Buck is saying that, has grabbed a football and was starting to warm up. That edict came down. It happened. Joe, and he had this look. Burrow had this look. on. you got to go and see it. This look on his face as he's warming up. And the look was like, are we doing this shit? Are we, are we really? He had this tentative look on his face. And to be completely fair, if I'm in that situation, I'm doing the same thing. I'm, I'm paid millions of dollars to play football, huge game. If I get word that the NFL is saying we got five minutes to one and we're going to play this game again, I'm saying, oh, my God, we're, we're doing that? We're actually getting back out here after this guy almost died? And then grabbing the football and starting to loosen up because I'm, I'm about to go play this game again because that's what the, the has to do. So it was going to happen before the players and the coaches were the grown-ups and together and said, no, fuck this. We're not doing it. It was absolutely going to happen. And that, that's the word to me. They were going to try to pull this bullshit about the, the show must go on. Uh, I, I was joking, uh, texting with you that they were going to pull an Owen Hart. I actually didn't think they were going to attempt to do that. I, I'm sorry. I believe they really were going to attempt to do that, and I will always believe that. And, well, it's wild because, I mean, you'd be crazy to think 
that in some part of your mind, I know there was a part of my mind that said, well, they're going to keep playing. Because we've this never we've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Um, to that degree where, I mean, they basically, you know, we've seen injuries. We've seen the game stopped. We've seen horrible things. We've seen spinal injuries and legs snapped and you name it. Uh, horrible injuries on the NFL. We've seen it, but we haven't seen a a guy have to get CPR for nine minutes before he finally starts breathing again. And and then where the ambulance is in the middle of the field and they're loading him into the ambulance after saving his life and driving him off. Like you don't even know if your teammate's alive or dead. Like it's not like you got the thumbs up thing, you know, or any of that going on where the guy's clearly. No. Like, okay, he's he's alive. We can keep playing football. They didn't know. You kept waiting no. to get word. And tell me, you didn't wait, expect to wake up the next morning, find out he died. He, I was kind of uh, uh, trep- trepidatious uh, when I woke up the next morning, yeah. hoping that, I, you know, that it wasn't going to be terrible news. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was, you know, you, you see that. You just don't, you're not used to just seeing grown men in, in the prime of, you know, with peak physical condition, just keel over in the middle of the field. Um, it, like, you know, uh, want to be doctors have to speculate about it because we're kind of dealing with it ourselves. Like we, we got to try to yeah, answer so, to this. Yeah, so apparently, uh, you know, doing the, uh, you know, play, playing the, so the the at home diagnosis game is is therapeutic. But I yeah, <laughs> I, I guess so. I got I got to work through it, man. I got to do something. Yeah, apparently that's what worked for a lot of these uh, talking heads on TV and, and people on Twitter. Like, oh no, they're they're sure it's this condition or it's this thing. Come on, you don't know. Well, they got paid for it. The people on Spin and, and Fox <laughs> and all that. So they're better got yeah. paid for their speculation. Uh, but that was definitely the, the the worst part of it all to me was, was the the and yeah, um, I didn't think they were going to be that hard. That, but at the same time, it's the NFL. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I kind of expected them to do it, even though there, I was like, no, no, no way. We're yeah. both friends as far as that. You know, we disagree on some other stuff, but I think we felt the same way. But they didn't make them go out and play this game again, and yet because it's such a big game and because it's Monday Night Football, they probably yeah. go out and make them play the game. And again. I wasn't following on TV anymore at that point. I was following mostly right. on Twitter, and there were there were the tweets, just like you said with Joe Buck. There were the tweets that said uh, they're going back out there in five minutes, but it it seemed like that was... You said he came from the league. The league, the quote-unquote the league. The league, I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know who the league... I mean, you could say that's Goodell. I, I don't know, but... Um, I don't think that's directly good telling the bug, no. right. but and I think that's in the league. Right. So if in the background, you know, there's conversations going on that are assuming something else, and you've got somebody else, you know, the league, quote unquote, the league, <laughs> saying, no, 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 we got to play this game. It's too important. Blah blah blah. Um, it's going to absolutely make a mess of the playoffs in the AFC. We'll have a, we'll have a, we could have a playoffs in an AFC playoffs like we've never had before. I'm not even covering all of those scenarios in our uh, preview of Week 18 because it's it's too much, and I, I get a headache yeah. looking at it. Uh, it's a lot. You can find it yourself if you really want to. Yeah, I don't have the exact 
scenarios for this it's a, you know, coin wild card. There's, like, yeah, the there's coin tosses. Neutral, yeah, I yeah. don't have anything for that, but I do have something for that whole situation uh, coming up. So, uh, but no, I get it. That's your. Both of us have uh, worst of the week stemming from that. So, it it makes sense because it it was the worst thing possibly that I've ever seen on a football field. And every from that, uh, the smartest thing that you saw about week uh, 17. I'm going to get back to actual football here. Okay. Uh, as much as I hate to give credit to the, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they found a weak spot in that Carolina defense in the fourth quarter of that game. And, man, did they exploit the hell out of it. They The Carolina Panthers had clamped down Tampa Bay for three quarters and then decided they just weren't going to cover Mike Evans at all. <laughs> in the fourth quarter of that game. And, oh, boy, did Tampa Bay take full advantage of that just horrible back-end play of the of the Panthers to uh, not only steal away what would have been a cover for me, slips it all the way to a win for you. Uh, because Carolina just decided to let Mike Evans run free through the secondary in a close game, in a game that Carolina basically just – Completely dominated. Three quarters of that game, the Panthers had Tampa Bay reeling. And Tommy just decided, I'm just going to start throwing it up to my best player. And uh, good things happened. And it wasn't cheap. It wasn't It wasn't DPI. It was actual <laughs> football passes. It was touchdowns. It wasn't short of the secondary. It was actually over the secondary. No. It was real, actual quarterbacking. I, I was stunned. So that's my uh, smartest of the week. Sometimes it takes until the fourth quarter of a game to realize that there's a, a an X defense that you can take advantage of. And it, that better late than never, Tampa Bay took advantage of it because otherwise we could be looking at the AS, uh, NFC South champion Carolina Panthers this weekend. Uh, instead, we're looking at uh, congratulations to the eight division champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man. Man. Uh, they did that, um, and great for Mike Evans avenging the touchdown uh, in the yeah. first Tampa Carolina game. They still can't cover him. That game. <laughs> if they didn't cover him then, and they didn't cover him in Tampa, either way, they, they did not cover him. Uh, Tom just kept launching deep right, and, and Evans kept catching it. It was multiple cornerbacks. It wasn't just uh, one guy getting toasted. Uh, it was multiple, but uh, the one thing that's probably true is they, uh, the Panthers wouldn't have allowed at least three, you know, three touchdowns, maybe one, but they wouldn't have allowed like three touchdowns like that if if they had a healthy uh, Jason yeah. Horn uh, quarterback. He, he's he's been really good, and I uh, really missed him big time uh, in this game. And that's why my smartest of the week was also Tommy rediscovering Mike Evans and going oh, three times for a touchdown. Okay. And on a slight bet, side note for smartest of the week, that punter. Yeah. Uh, the play that punter of theirs made. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know his name because he's a punter. Uh, right. you know, we love our special teams guys and our punters, but to, to basically pick up that dropped snap and run around like crazy and then somehow find a way to boot that thing out of there on the sideline uh, to pretty much save giving Carolina the chance to come back and win that game in, in plus territory. But, hey, we both think that Tommy and the Tampas, uh, the Tompies, uh, were the best of the week. Uh, absolutely the smartest. Uh, like smartest was, of the week, uh, not the best of the week, to, but the smartest of the week. He wasn't just trying to throw up and, and 
get interference. He was actually using his, his arm, which we make fun of and make yep. fun of his terrible uh, yards per attempt average. But when he needs to, when you leave the guy wide open, he can still get it out. It's, it's uh, we, we hate giving him the credit that he deserves. It's actually amazing that he's doing it at the age that, he, that he's at. It's, just, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, only a so couple of years younger than us. I know. My stupidest. Uh, this one was really easy. Uh, we said it before it happened, and then it happened, so now it has to become the stupidest thing of the week. Oh, Chico Rivera. <laughs> oh, dude. Chico, 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 Chico. First of all, you lose your locker room by starting Carson Wentz over Taylor Heineke who clearly had been one of the main reasons that you were even in playoff contention this late in the season. And yeah, he had a couple of bumps, but he had rapport with Terry McLaurin. They had uh, rediscovered the ground game. So Chico decides that week 17 is the time to go back <laughs> to Carson Wentz. And it did not go well. Carson Wentz, uh, what, two picks, I believe, right off the bat to start the game, set the tone. And they lose 24-10 to 10 to that guy, Deshaun Watson, <laughs> at the Cleveland Browns. And then you come to find out this week, Deron Rivera said he didn't know they were going to be eliminated from, from the playoffs. I, I didn't get that clip, but I should because it's, it's pretty uh, damning. Oh, I my God. Yeah, I didn't get just asked either. Him, uh, so, well, you didn't know? Him, so you're going to start your, your third string uh, now that you're potentially going to be eliminated? And he's like, we're eliminated? What? Oh. Yeah. So not only do you lose your locker room, you start your you start a quarterback who's just terrible, but you didn't know that you were on the verge of elimination from the playoffs. Yeah. Stupidest of the week, Ron Rivera. Yeah, that doesn't uh it doesn't look it's not a good look and for Rico going forward in that in that organization. I'd, like sort of the line to me. Um, that it, there's been a lot. It's, it's hard to work for that organization anyway. Uh, they are on uh, pretty much every level organizationally. Uh, then this, this, this quarterback stuff and, and animating that wasn't even bring Carson went in. Uh, who, you know who's that? Um, and then the the musical chairs and, and trying to figure out hot hand, so we'll go with, well, he's got the hot hand because they've been winning it's because of his play. Uh, he's getting the Ws. Then as soon as they lose again, oh, got to go back to Carson Wentz. Okay. Uh, yeah, poor, poor Gene Rivera doesn't, doesn't look long for for this world as far as coaching the commanders. Uh, my dumbest, uh, am, am I still breaking up the hearing? Yes. It, it gets it gets better for a little while, then it gets worse. You're in a rough stretch right now, uh, but I'm, I'm picking up. I, I get the idea of what you're saying. I, I don't understand why it's so bad. I'm in the same spot uh, that I was in before. Uh, I'll, I'll try to soldier on. My uh, dumbest of the week is real quick, so I won't be breaking up too much. I'll be giving uh, dumbest to both of us because I'm usually the one that gets laughed at and, and crapped on for locking up. This time, both of us. Yeah, Double we, we earned it. The UMB, dumb, dumb, dumb. Don't ever fuck the New York Jets. 
Yeah, I believe you are 0-2 this year, locking up the New York Jets. Mm. I, I think it was I right a, there. I, I have a, it was yeah. right there for us. Let's just say that. It, it should have – yeah, I, I don't know. Everything was lined up. That defense, they couldn't stop the run to save their lives. Mike White looked like he was confident. Oh, yeah, it all came crashing down. And Mike White was apparently uh, getting that uh, bad – Vibe. He was. He went to the wrong doctor. Uh, he was, he was really, uh, recovered from that uh, game and we crunched up like a flip phone. Uh, yeah. He probably shouldn't have been out there at all. And now they he get to go back out. this week to Joe Flacco in a game that means absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's good. Good on you, Jets. Hey, we can't lock them again. <laughs> we we can't. We are we are not <laughs> allowed to lock the Jets up. That's why we have that two-week-in-a-row rule because, you know, it, it – I, I like that one. It puts the little wrinkle in there, makes you think, because uh, you don't want to just be like I did that one year with Pittsburgh where I locked them up like six weeks out of seven. <laughs> uh, and you were going to run the table in locks uh, since you got yeah. eliminated from winning the locks, but you picked the Jets, and that ended that. I did. I did. And I had so many other ways I could have gone. I could have locked. I mean, I'm looking at it like, man, I didn't lock up against the Colts. I didn't lock up the Giants. I just had so many other ways that I could have that I could have gone with that lock uh, for, for, and I didn't. So pack. <sighs> yeah, I, man, I don't have any yeah. awards for the Packers, but that was, a, you want to talk about, um, again, the Vikings losing to a team that statistically really didn't dominate them. Just again, tells you how bad are the Minnesota Vikings. Very. <laughs> the Vikings also, um, Another quick NFC uh, North note here about the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, now minus 19 on the season oh. <laughs> after that beatdown. So the 12-4 and four Minnesota Vikings, <laughs> minus 19 point differential. That's that's all time. That is it all is. time. Right and the two teams behind them, the, the Lions and the Packers, the two teams behind Minnesota are both positive. Packers moved to plus three because they beat the Vikings like a drum. Yeah, that happened you win one to seventeen. Man, <laughs> and that seventeen—that uh, was two garbage time touchdowns, <laughs> like in the last six minutes of that game. Yeah, it could have been much, much worse. That, that's true. Yeah, that was forty-one to three or thirty-eight to three. It, it was—it was bad. Uh, but yeah, Minnesota—I've never seen it before in my life. Twelve and four minus nineteen. They're at <laughs> yeah. No, we're, we're never going to see that again. I don't think that that no, no one. I can't imagine there's ever been a twelve and fourteen with a differential that bad. Can't. Uh, no. As take a take take a note that the other twelve and four teams in the NFC, the Cowboys and the Niners, are both plus one forty five and plus one forty eight. Yeah, that's more like it. That, that's, that's what, what twelve and four should look like. Yes. Uh, so you're surprised. Uh, although it fell on its face today, I got to give it to Jared Stidham because I didn't see that coming. Uh, I did not, you know, and you got the kind of the best and worst of Jared Stidham all even in that one game, another game where it looks like, you know, like a top team, usually it's the chiefs, but the top team is just going to fall to some you know massive underdog, like no business going in there and beating this team. And the Niners, 
I'll tell you what, the Raiders gave them everything they could handle. Uh, Jared Stidham goes 23 of 34 for 365, three touchdowns. Unfortunately, his overtime pick, an ugly overtime pick, ugly over it, the very Jared Stidham-like overtime <laughs> pick, uh, sets the tone, and the Niners kick the late field goal in overtime and, and win the game. So you got kind of the best and worst of them. But the best part of that was, uh, oh, hey, there's this Devontae Adams guy. We should use him. <laughs> He's not bad. He's, He's like pretty Adams. good. So if anything came out of that game, um, maybe – Maybe Derek Carr was part of the problem. Oh, man. Uh, well, it, it, it's one game, so I don't know if you want to extrapolate too no. out of that. I'm just saying, um, could be part of the problem. I don't think Derek Carr was the one basically game-planning Devontae Adams out of games completely and ghosting him in second halves. But, hey, I was surprised by, at the effort by, by Jared Stidham in almost beating uh, the San Francisco 49ers. That was a surprise. It wasn't a part of the week, but it's funny how we have the same verbiage and a lot of the stuff I have wrote down. Rejuvenate Las Vegas, one day use San Francisco all they can handle. We had the exact same words there. Um, <laughs> and Devontae Adams showing out without the buddy, uh, that's pretty surprising. Maybe this whole thing should have been my surprise. We should have had the same thing there. Um, you know, for every 30 trash backup games, there's that one Lions day Lau game that we refer to with reference uh, last week where they just balls with no pressure. Uh, I think this yeah. was for Jared Stidham, so yeah. uh, good for him. Game. It was his David Blau Thanksgiving game. Yep, so good on him. Uh, Raiders are up 24-14 in the third on that one. They stopped being awesome and just let the Niners get back in it. Um, and uh, you know, Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs uh, were the answers to get back there and set up time where Stidham did what he did and so that's uh, that was the end of that but yeah they gave they gave the Niners uh, a bit of fight you could hope for the, so many of these teams that we have dead and buried and then they wind up giving some fights like, oh okay I, I'm impressed I see what you did there but then they, you fall because you think they're going to come back next week and give the same effort and then it, it doesn't work out so no uh, no telling no no telling was but I can't give my last week awards based off of what happened this week. That's true. Uh, yeah, so we'll look at that uh, earlier today with, with what happened with the Chiefs. Uh, my surprise of week 17 goes back to that uh, Vikings-Packers game where the uh, it's nice about the Green Bay special teams. They got the party started early uh, both sides for good and bad. They had the, yeah. uh, the, the blocked punt leading to uh, the Minnesota field. Um, and then they, wait, wait, wait they a minute. No, that's a blocked punt that gives the Vikings the ball at the Packers three. But it's the Vikings. They can only get and they the kicked the field goal. <laughs> and then turn right around and give the Keyshawn Nixon 105-yard uh, house call. Yeah. I was I was explaining that to my father-in-law today because he was asking about that the Packers and Vikings game last week, and I, I was explaining that that was the game. I was like, as soon as that happened, <laughs> punt blocked, you should be looking at the Vikings going right in. Nope, they stop them. You know, they, they make them kick the field goal. And how many teams go for it there? But nope, Vikings kick the field goal. Nah, they take the point. They, they do the safe thing. So let's kick off to the Packers. Bam, 7-3, <laughs> just like that. Game over. That was ball game. And at that point, it was on. Yeah. Um, 
if that didn't do it, the 70-yard pick six for, yeah. for Dar- Darnell Savage off uh, the deflection, that yeah. probably contributed as well. Uh, that was a wild playoff atmosphere uh, in Lambeau there. My surprise of the week was uh, what happened to uh, Justin Jefferson because he had been him all year, and he wasn't him uh, in this game. No. He was definitely uh, shut down by by. Alexander uh, grittying in after a pass defense, just basically embarrassing Justin Jefferson and, and making him look like a chump out there. That was uh, very, very uh, surprising. All that shit that Dyer was talking, uh, I guess I was surprised that he backed it up because he had, he had been hot and cold this year, uh, but he did that. Uh, Jefferson, uh, in a huge game, the Vikings uh, really wanted to have Goes one catch for 15 yards on five targets. Well, he said Jair needed to amp himself up. If you covered up the records and had just come out of a coma and told somebody, hey, you person, person who just came out of a coma, watch this football game. One of these teams is 12 and three, and the other one is seven and eight. <laughs> I don't think they would have picked correctly which one was which. I, I, I agree. Uh, there's no way they could have. Uh, the Vikings would have had to reach down big time to pull that back off. And it, just, it, it wasn't happening. And, and they kept constantly losing offensive linemen in that first quarter as well. So it just there's nothing going right for the Vikings basically in that game. It was just it was just a no contest. Um, yeah. Also, it was the did, first half. It was the first half of the Colts game for 60 minutes. <laughs> uh, also, did Jeff actually say after the game that Jay should have been flagged for taunting for doing the gritty? Um, that he does all the time. Yeah, he, he basically dude, was like, you can't do much. That's my move. Dude. You can't possibly complain about yeah. somebody doing a celebration that you brought to the league. Yeah, we don't have the baby crying drop. I think we need it. <laughs> that was uh, will be very uh, apropos in that situation. Okay. Biggest uh, down to you for week 17. Uh, we already talked a little bit about it, man. It's Mike White. He, he was Oof. supposed to be the guy. He was the savior. He was going to lead the Jets possibly to a, a playoff berth, and he had picked a bad time to have just an absolute horrendous game. 23 of 46 for 240. Do the math. That's about a five yards or so, maybe a little over five yards per attempt, but no touchdowns and two picks. Not a good day at the office against the Seattle defense that I know has been trending up, but trending up from, you know, basically dog shit to dog piss is not a big improvement. (laughs) They're still bad. Um, And they got embarrassed in Seattle uh, by, you know, again, team that's, desperate for a playoff spot that took care of business. Kenneth Walker, uh, who uh, he had basically become Cam Akers. It's like him and Cam Akers body swapped there for a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> Kenneth Walker was the man and ran the ball all over. Everybody actually ran the ball all over because uh, DJ Dallas even got into it uh, six yards per attempt in that game. So Mike White and the New York Jets, man, you let me down. Uh, can't really uh, follow up much on that. Um, it, it was it was bad. Uh, you know, the, those teams that they had a very hot start, 
you know, first yep. two thirds of the year and then started to fall apart. And so, some of those teams completely the pieces, and some of them have a bounce back moment to go a second. We can we can do better than this. So that was the Seahawks uh, wait a minute moment, and nobody knows how, how is that going to carry over, uh, and we'll be able to put it together one more time this week with a with a potential playoff spot on the line. What we do know is Mike White shouldn't have been playing because he had five broken. He yeah. really should have never uh, been out there uh, in that situation. And yet, still, Michael White with five broken ribs probably did better than Zach Wilson would have done, which is very bad for Zach Wilson. And yeah. and, and Seattle needs to win and get help. Uh, that's a simple playoff scenario. They need a win and a Detroit win, and they get in. That's it. A lot of more complicated scenarios uh, that I'm going to skip over uh, a lot of them, but. Uh, yeah. Very simple for uh, for the NFC, uh, a lot more complicated in the AFC. Right, it's the NFC, there. it's three teams, one spot. That's it. Yep. Uh, my down for Week 17, you know, my Super Bowl champ uh, pick, my Raiders, they had a chance to put the two in bed, and they, they couldn't do it. Uh, the ghost of Franco Harris, man. He's the the from from up above or down below, depending on what you believe, uh, it, it, it's going to keep keep pushing the Steelers along and and going to get that kid in in a position to uh, have. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's rising and the Steelers are rising with him, and it, it keeps putting that kid in a position to have game winning drives after playing like crap. And I don't know how long you can pull that off, Kenny Small Hands, but you did again, so. Anything bad about that? Uh, you know, Baltimore had to find run room through and around uh, Pittsburgh, deploying six down linemen in that game, which I've never seen that before. That's a, a lot of beef uh, up front. And if you have a quarterback and an offense that you're playing against that can go over the top and take advantage of having all those big fat guys down there, then you're in trouble. But uh, they're playing Snoop Hunt and the Ravens, and they can take advantage, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately. You know what that means? Yep, sure is. Sure is. Um, and they had some opportunities. They had Cam uh, Hayward uh, for the Steelers shoving guys up. The play was over to give Baltimore another chance at the end of the, of the half uh, when they were just about to take the field goal. And then instead, uh, Ravens had opportunities. Uh, but Kenny Smallhands, uh, impressive for the win, two weeks in a row gets it done, and, and the Ravens just they, they continue to let me down. Uh, it, it's it's tough watching them. I still think they're well. I still think they're uh, not too many organizations are, are better than they are overall. But they keep they, the second year they've had a lot of injury situations, a lot of guys getting hurt, um, and they just can't put it together. And of course, their, their star quarterback is the big issue right now. They can't yeah. seem to. I mean, it falls more in now, so I'll pile on your Ravens. I'm saving this for when we pick the game. But since Tyler Huntley took over as a starter, Ravens are averaging 11 points a game. That's not that going to get the worst in the NFL. Yeah. That's not even close. Uh, we both had a lot of respect for, for Huntley because he kind of gutted it out last year. And we thought, okay, he's kind of like the poor man's Lamar Jackson. He's broke-ass Lamar Jackson <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, poor man is something 
thing, but uh, street bum menu uh, for change. Yeah, right, is Obo is. Lamar. Yes, that he is. <laughs> he's gonna. He's got the. He's got the stick with the little sack tied up on the back of it. With the with the straw. That's what he's got. He's Hobo Lamar now. Oh, if he's a city hobo, then not a stick. It's a squeegee that he's got all this stuff tied on the end. Of <laughs> yeah, that's Tyler Huntley. Yeah. He's We're coming up trying to clean your windows for you. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, you've been somewhere before, right? Oh, man. No, no man. No. no, I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> uh. Sorry, Snoop. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, so we're moving on to Joe from from here, I believe. Yeah. Struggling, struggling. We give two to this one. We both hit it. I'll tell you who's struggling. I'm giving this one to the NFL. Mm. Oh, okay. We've already put it on the record that this is a violent sport. How in the hell? Does the NFL, the multi-billion dollar NFL, have no contingency plans for something like we saw? I, I know it's unprecedented, but still, you got all that money, all these people, all this front office personnel. You've got playoff scenarios where it's like 87 different tiebreakers and it all comes good, finally down to a coin toss, and you don't have an actual procedure for something like we saw in the event of a game being uh, canceled or not being able to be played, it could have been a natural disaster. Forget about the fact that the guy dies on the field, basically, and has to be resuscitated. You don't have any backup plans or anything. So all week, you don't, are they going to play the game? What's going to go on? Here's the four different scenarios. They dragged this thing all the way into Friday. Before they finally, and then they have beatings, and like you waited till Friday to come up with the ideas, and, and the idea they came up with makes no sense. <laughs> I, I mean, it seriously makes no sense. The best idea out of all of them, the one they didn't do, was the one where they would have just had eight playoff teams and nobody gets a a, a buy, right? I heard it. That was the best one I heard because then you legitimately have a one seed, a two seed, a three seed, right? But nobody gets the buy now because of it, and then you can just go and play through. What they did come up with for the AFC, where we're talking about neutral sites and coin tosses and all whatever this bullshit is that they came up with, it, 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 with this much money on the line and supposedly this many like smart people in the room, which apparently they're not, this is the best you could come up with. The NFL is struggling. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, I had two thoughts popped up while you were saying that. Uh, if I can remember them, because it's late and I'm tired. Uh, one was, yes, this league took till Friday to figure all of this out, because that's the same league that sat there for over an hour Monday night six, trying to figure out what they were going to do. minutes before they decided to call that thing. Same league. Yeah. So that makes perfect sense. And the other thing that came up in my mind was, you're, you're so right about how could they not have uh, contingency plans figured out for something like this. And it's even more damning just because we kind of had this thing called a pandemic a couple years ago. Yeah. There were a lot of games in jeopardy of being canceled and not ever played. They did all they could to move heaven and earth to make some of those 
happen, whether it was Tuesday night football or Wednesday afternoon football and all that shit. Uh, but they finally they, they called the games in. Then I I don't know maybe they figured nothing will ever happen to cancel football or we could get all the games played during a damn pandemic. Uh, so they didn't think ever have to think about something like that. But yeah, exactly. Uh, coming off of COVID, when you know they had to have had talks and, and trying to figure out okay if we can't reschedule such and such game and it winds up in a, a say in the playoff seedings, what are we going to do? Right. Then? They had to have had that conversation at that point. Was, was this on the table then if, if they didn't make up some of those games, some, uh, neutral sites and clips and shit? I, I'm, I'm thinking maybe maybe this was the best that they came up with a couple of years ago. But, yeah, they had to have had these conversations because we just had a season a couple of years ago in which there were multiple, multiple games that were not played when they were supposed to be played. And some of them were definitely threatening to – uh, upset the, the that league that had all of that going on and, and still when this happens they they had no idea what to do that that is unbelievable yeah so I guess that makes it your turn struggling uh I yeah we did it twice I did it uh, we hit it a third time yeah the uh, that that nightmare season is almost over for for Jeff Saturday and the Colts is is he Jeff mm. are, are you still there I don't I don't know if he's even Man, uh, man, I'm just enjoying yeah. the ride, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're just uh, enjoying an NFL coach for however long. Uh, it, he's still asleep. He's he still doesn't have any. What was wrong with me picking the Colts uh, against the Giants? What what the hell was that? I, you know, um, last week we disagreed on like everything, and still, <laughs> right. I mean, other than the game that didn't count on Monday night, which would have decided our week, well, we yeah. split them. And so, I mean, you came out when you were you were loud wrong on a few, and so was I. <laughs> yeah, uh, but just uh, yeah, picking the Jets, locking in the Jets, and then picking the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Some you of these the, picks. You had like, Houston too, I think, last week. Yes, yes, I. Did. And the and the potato. What the hell? <laughs> Those were the Carson three I beat you on, and then you beat me on three. So it's okay. Because I had the I Rams. Would, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, but but no, nobody's struggling like the Colts, as far as I'm concerned. No. Like, uh, and Saturday will finally be released of, of this interim uh, tag. Can't imagine uh, Jim Irsay would bring him back. Irsay is crazy, uh, so I guess there will be a chance. But then I can't imagine Saturday would want to come back after. Like Jeff Saturday's tenure as a coach is going to be. Historic. When you talk about that Cowboys collapse in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter, when you talk about that Vikings game, which was historic, the greatest comeback in history, he presided over that. That's on his yeah. ledger. Can you imagine if he got a full year, what would happen? Holy cow. Uh, we actually need him back. For he gives us so much material for this show. Oh, uh, I mean, now, that, it, now that Nathaniel Hackett's gone, what are we going to do? <laughs> uh, yeah, we can still kick we got Boy Wonder and yeah. all of that garbage. No, I, it's true. We got a couple. Um, but, yeah, uh, I don't understand what, what the hell's going on with the Giants. Uh, Avon Thibodeau dancing all over. Uh, oh. Carson Wentz in the <laughs> No, that was uh, Nick Foles the laying there dying on the turf. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, put, I put Wentz on the Colts. Somebody, bad somebody better not splice him into the DeMar Hamlin footage. Oh, 
<laughs> you know somebody will. <laughs> somebody will. If I was, you know if, I was good at, if I had video editing skills, I would have done it already. <laughs> the I would have no edited into like the, the Twin Towers collapsing, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Hindenburg. Uh, <laughs> panic. No, I... I there, he got a lot of heat, of course, for that. Yes, he uh, did. Lane, he gets off the hook from, the quarter. in a lesser week. <laughs> Without <laughs> such an overriding news story, he probably gets more headlines. Probably. Um, but I didn't. I, I don't know if he knew how Hurt wins. He, I know he's laying he right next to the guy. That, yeah, so, that's what he said. Well, looking at him, and he's he he seems completely oblivious to the guy. He's just doing yeah. his little snow dance and, and celebrating while uh, uh, Foles is laying there writhing in pain. Uh, hey, what happened? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so everything about the Colts is, is struggling. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. So, huh. so that leads to, uh, to, to, you, to, to Danielle for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to hit that. So, uh, you know, I'm giving this to your team. I'm giving this to the Chicago Bears. Um, oh, I don't know how much. Of, I don't know how much of the game you saw between the Bills and the Bears. I mean, the Bills and the Bears, the Lions and the Bears. Did you see it? No. Okay. Justin Fields is hurt, and he was hurt after every play, after every run. He was ripping off these long runs, and he's clearly getting up hurt. They left him out there to get sacked seven times. On top of being hurt, like clearly hurt, every run, every hit, he's getting up, he's wincing, he's getting up slow. This is your franchise quarterback. You're going nowhere. and you, I mean, you're so afraid of Nathan Peterman. And you see Justin Fields out there to just get destroyed. What the fuck? <laughs> yes, they are. That afraid of, of Nathan Peterman, and now they have no choice. You <laughs> um, <laughs> will start Nathan Peterman in Week 18. You have no choice. Um, no, I, di- I didn't know that he was that beat up. I knew, he ran, I knew yeah. he ran over 100 yards in the first quarter. Yeah, I knew that. and every time he got up. 100 yards in the first quarter, Russ. That kid is special. I don't know what's going to happen in his future. I don't know if he's going to get better than this year, but this was a historic year for Justin Fields. This was in the pantheon of greatest running uh, uh, seasons for a quarterback in history. You talk about, you know, the Michael Vick seasons, um, Cunningham, the guy that nature, and he's up there with them. Like, damn. And he didn't Uh, really start kicking it in until about mid-season. Yeah, they took a few games to figure out that he's actually good at that. Um, yeah. They, when they figured it out, they kept exploiting it and they kept working. And nobody could stop them. Um, so he, he's, he's special. He's also hurt now. He's not going to play week eight, thank goodness. Um, but yeah, Detroit no, just Bears sitting on. They have a chance for the number one pick. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, if Houston, if Houston wins and the Bears lose, the Bears have the number one pick. Oh, then it's guaranteed. The Texans are going to lose because Lovey Smith isn't going to give Chicago that kind of satisfaction. Uh, correct. Um, <laughs> but they uh, are yeah. playing the Colts. Uh, uh, so watch uh, out. Yeah. Yeah. That might be ugly. Hide the children. 
That's not going to be good television tomorrow. Only de- only degenerate gamblers who pick every game like us are going to give any shits about that game. The high children would have been a very good battle for week 18. Uh, that, that's I'll have to think about that for next year. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty messed up. Uh, for me, touchdown in a little bit. Uh, welcome back to league-wide embarrassment, Washington Commanders. Yet again, you find a way to embarrass yourself. It wasn't just Chico not knowing uh, that they could possibly oh. be eliminated last week. That's that's very bad. That was a part of it. Um, getting bounced by the the Browns, uh, which was news that Chico's Carson went so so hard. He is just yep. the worst. Um, so that's embarrassing. And then I don't I don't even know if this was before or after the game, but they introduced yet another league-wide embarrassment. They introduced a new mascot. The pig! <laughs> what the fuck was yeah, that I think thing? it's because of the hogs. Yeah, yeah. But it's bad. It's so awful. It's embarrassing. It's a pig. It's the Piggly Wiggly Pig. <laughs> it looks just like the Piggly Wiggly Pig. But it can't be because he he's named Major Tutty. He's not Piggly Wiggly. He's Major Tutty. Major Tutty. What? Oh, man. That, I didn't even know the name. That just makes it worse. <laughs> A, a smiling hog. If you if you didn't see it, folks, go, yeah. uh, uh, like the uh, the Sean Taylor mas, uh, mannequin, uh, fire mannequin thing. Go find it and what see it season. for yourself. You know, again, in the season of seasons that we have had this year, the craziest season I have seen in maybe my life. This season's just been nuts. It's yeah. drunk this season, and. Commanders are kind of flying under the radar. I mean, we've really lit them up a lot this year. You yeah. more than me. But in, again, a normal season, their shenanigans are, like, every day. Like, you know, wow, what is this team doing? And this because they've been off the hook so many times this season because of other stories. Oh, man, Washington. Those Washington, Washington fan. Their season of 2022 is not going to be done by uh, the NFL films people. It's going to be done by Vice TV, and it's going to be six and a half hours long. <laughs> what do you put on the cover of that DVD? Do you put the wireframe uh, Sean Taylor? Do you put do you put Captain Turdy or whatever his name is? <laughs> Major Tutty. Come oh, Major Tutty. I like Captain Turdy better. <laughs> Just like we like the Washington Washington's Washington, as a, Washington. As a name. I actually am really a big fan of the Washington Washingtons. They could have put George Washington on the side of the helmet or Mount Rushmore or something, and they could have just been the Washington Washingtons. I think they should have to come up with their ideas a lot better than whoever they're using right now. A lot better. Oh, man, it's, what a week. Uh, and it's now time for the, the ultimate week. The, the, the I've got the coin week. in my hand. Oh, I go. am holding the coin. We've got... 44 minutes to power through <laughs> all the rest of these picks, but most of these games are so bad. We, you know, and, and you don't know what's going to happen in most of them. I don't really think you're going to get a whole lot of more detail this week. This is definitely the in much less detail week. It's week 18. 
if you came here for O's O's on uh, Steelers Browns, uh, yeah. I'm, or, or just good luck knowing what X's and O's and game scripts and all that's going to look like this week, because this that so many results are dependent on other results and what teams are playing for something and who's already playing golf. The reason why we flip a coin every year in the final week of the season because it's about as accurate as you can get. Week eighteen, we don't know anything, and we're going to tell to you in a couple of minutes. This is why fantasy playoffs stop. You are listening before. live to In Much Less Detail, the podcast. Not on the radio, but only here on the website, blogtalkradio.com slash in much less detail. To be notified when we're live, you can follow the show on the Blog Talk Radio website, or you can follow my Twitter feed at IMLDDre when I tweet out when we're live before every show. Jason's on Twitter, too. His feed is at IMLDJTG. Our show is available as a podcast where you can get the live show and a special VIP after show. To listen to the show as a podcast about an hour or so after the live show is over, come back to the show page and go through our archives or subscribe on iTunes or any number of different podcasting apps, including Player.fm, Mixcloud, Blueberry, and the TuneIn Radio app. You'll get the whole show, the live show and the after show, downloaded straight to you. You can always send us a question or comment or shout out via email to the following email address, inmuchlessdetail at gmail.com. You can follow all of our picks on our blog. The website for the blog is inmuchlessdetail.blogspot.com. Our Thursday night picks will be available Thursday afternoon on our Twitter feeds. Again, that's at IMLDDre and at IMLDJTG. This copyrighted broadcast is a production of Jay and Me and is solely performed for our entertainment as well as for any poor soul who happens to be listening. It is intended to be a football pick show for the private, non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, retransmission, or any other use of the descriptions and accounts of this podcast without the express written consent of Jay or me is strictly prohibited. All right, as you know, week 18 has started with game day. Chiefs with a big victory over the Raiders covering the spread. We both lost that one. James with a victory over the Titans, but not by enough points to cover the spread. We both got that one right. So we Hey, uh, hey, so point of order here. Order, sir? point of order. Do I flip the coin for those two games? Oh, <laughs> if you really want to, you can, but I, I believe I, I will. Oh, so, heads are the favorite. Yes. Tails are the underdog. So, KC and Las Vegas, this is for you. <laughs> it's Tails. <laughs> they had the Raiders with us. That's a loser. All right. We're all losers there. Tennessee and Jacksonville. That's also Tails, <laughs> the coin. Just like us is one and one to start the week. And aren't you all glad that we got that piece of housekeeping out yes. of the way? This year, because it's 2023, uh, the official, in much less detail, I predict dime is a quarter that identifies oh. as a dime. <laughs> you know what? That quarter has a right to be whoever it wants to be. It Let is, that quarter this quarter live life. is whatever it wants to be. Let that you quarter live its life. That's it, right, sir. Absolutely. Don't worry about what that 
what what yeah. Becker's doing in the bathroom because you don't need to know about it anyway. Yes, it's just a it's just a thick dime, and you are fat phobic <laughs> if you say anything about it. Oh God, that's my wife's birthday present. I'm taking her to see Lizzo a couple of months, so I definitely oh. have to keep my mouth shut during that concert. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on to the games tomorrow on Sunday, uh, we will. Uh, I'll give you as much uh, playoff implications as I can. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, the FC um, is a bit of a mess. As much uh, actually trying to play is not as I can possibly uh, imagine. Um, all right, Buccaneers and Falcons. Tampa is at eight and eight, and, and the uh, dominating NFC South champs. Um, and the Falcons eliminated at six and ten. Um, so Tampa is let's see. Uh, so there's a lot of the already been ruled out, and, and Miami probably will sit eventually after a quarter or two or something like that. Uh, week five uh, at Tampa Bay, that was a 21-15 win for the Bucks. That was the game. Atlanta was down 21 nothing and fought back hard to try to get in that game, but the worst. The passer yeah. in history. That was uh, one of in. the. That was when it started, like this whole roughing the passer kind of ball rolling, because that was so bad. That was the worst. That oh, that was so bad. Uh, so that was what the game was uh, memorable for. And this is from the Buccaneers. Here we go, right off the bat with some of this uh, Week 18 stuff. Uh, the division champs are plus four uh, yeah. at the. Falcons. Yeah, you're getting some of the Todd Bowles coachisms talking about, well, if they're healthy, they're going to play, but we don't know if they're going to play the whole game. I'll tell you what, we saw a preview of this game last week. Atlanta barely took care of business against the Arizona Cardinals, and I don't know if Tampa Bay's backups are any worse <laughs> than them, so I'm going to take Tampa plus four. Okay. Um, I keep it predictable. Uh, at some point, everybody Consequence on the Buccaneers will be sitting. Uh, Falcons have to get a that I'm actually going to give for with the, with the Falcons. And let's see the coin. Oh. <laughs> going back. I'm being like you. The coin says, oh, man, it's tails again. The coin's got the okay. bucks and the, um, and the points with me. Yeah, the, the underdog Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh, there we'll go to. To Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers, Browns at seven and nine, Steelers at eight and eight. Steelers, of course, got a chance. Uh, they beat in, and they need the Dolphins and the Patriots to lose. And if that happens, the Steelers get the wild card. Uh, so they got the Franco Harris uh, boost going on. They also will get a little Demar Hamlin boost. Uh, Hamlin from the Pittsburgh area, um, and will also be able to fight uh, face the Browns. Jadevian Clowney, who got sent home and is not going to be a part of the uh, plans in the future. Um, in this one, the Browns are still only a two-and-a-half-point dog at the Steelers. Yeah, well, we've talked about the Browns and sort of this Deshaun Jackson preseason. Every week, they look a little better. I'm taking the Browns to win the game. Going against the hand of Franco Harris? Yeah, yes, I am. Oh, I can do uh, and and the Mar Hamlin bump. Now I, a couple of cities uh, that feel like they're gonna get you know a real boost from the Mar Hamlin this weekend. Obviously, uh, Buffalo and Cincinnati. Um, 
I think Pittsburgh will be a part of that as well. He's, he's a big part of the community. Um, I think it's actually going to be a part of the, the feel goods for, uh, for the Steelers and also the whole thing and everything. And they got to get uh, Mike Thomas for 500, which he's never been under. So they all that momentum for the, for the Steelers. So I'll, I'll Pittsburgh. All right. And the coin is taking the underdog with me. That's four, four ah. tails in a row for the coin. Are you, are you sure you're using a uh, object coin there? I am. It is a real. It is a real quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jets, the Dolphins, uh, New York Jets at seven and nine, Miami at eight and eight. So the Jets are out of things, but the Dolphins are in the situation where they think they're out of things because they have to go to their third string quarterback Tyler Thompson for all the marbles. Uh, they get the wild card if they win, and the Patriots lose. Um, ironically, in week five, they had to go to Thompson against the Jets because Teddy Bridgewater was starting for two in that game and got knocked out the very first uh, play. And Tyler Thompson took over, and as a result, the Jets won 4-17. Um, so that's when we talked about uh, Mike Flip phone uh, and his roots are out, and Joe Flacco is the starting quarterback for the Jets. Uh, Jets, of course, are the Bucks here, plus three and a half at the Dolphins. I'm taking the Jets. I mean, I got to think of taking the Jets to win the game. We've seen the Skyler Thompson show a few times this year. It's a bad show. I'll take Joe Flacco, the human statue. I'll take him back there slinging balls to Garrett Wilson and, you know, moving the ball. And I think that defense got embarrassed last week up in Seattle. And, you know, hey, if if they're not going to make the playoffs, they're going to take somebody with them. I'm going to take the Jets. They win the game. It's a couple of quarterbacks I did not want to pick under Circumstances this week. Tyler Thompson's one of them. I am not picking Scott Thompson. Uh, I I don't care if Joe Namath is starting with the Jets. I don't care if Boomer Esiason <laughs> is starting. Uh, I don't care. I'm not picking Skyler Thompson. Uh, Bridgewater. You know what? He's Bridgewater's well enough to be the backup. So at some point, Mike McDaniel's got to put on his his ball jacket and take the walk to the mound and, and put his arm up and go to yeah. the field, doesn't he? If it's that bad. Yes, as bad we think it's going to be. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, the Jets will absolutely uh, take take care of business and beat the Dolphins as well. The coin thinks so too. Coin All right, is now rolling upsets like crazy tomorrow. You know what? That's fitting this year. There, there's been so many upsets, uh, so it's, the coin is going heavy on the dogs. Everybody should go heavy on the dogs this year, uh, except maybe for this one. The Bears hosting the Vikings. Uh, Bears, yeah. of course. To Peter, he finally got that start that they've been trying to avoid giving him, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> a virtual surprise, Bears fan. It's going to happen. Uh, the 12 and 4 dominant Minnesota Vikings, what you said, minus 19? Is that, is that what you said? Uh, they What's they that? should yank. Not uh, minus, yes, the Minnesota Vikings are now minus 19. Yeah. They might finish uh, in plus territory. There's a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Uh, they should yank all their starters in the second half. They don't yeah. have anything uh, to play for. Uh, and this Vikings big favorites. Uh, they're minus seven at the Bears. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving them all. It's Nathan Peterman. We've seen this before. I mean, this is the guy who got benched at halftime because I think he'd thrown what, four picks in the first half. Might have been five. 
it was it was it was awful. It was that, that was the start where we assumed that Sean McDermott was trying to tank his whole season. <laughs> I mean, think about the wayback machine here when he started uh, Peterman over Tyrod Taylor, um, and then mm. he was so bad. Peterman was that he had to go back to Taylor, and then Taylor gets the starts the rest of the way and gets them to the playoffs. Go figure. Um, and Kyle looks up and says, and he's still in the. Yeah, he's really? still out there, and uh, the Bears oh. tried. They tried, man, not to give this guy another start. I mean, they were running out Justin Fields, beaten, bruised, and battered last week. And no, it, you can't you can't put your franchise quarterback on the line for for nothing, especially now that they have a chance at the number one pick in the draft. Um, ah, I'm taking the Vikings. Uh, not locking it up, but I'm taking the Vikings. Squish. Uh, Vikings uh, seven point favorites. Vikings. One week five, uh, seven, um, in, up in Minnesota. Uh, they let Chicago stick around. They gave me a very cheap backdoor cover because the Vikings were favored in that game by seven and a half. Uh, so, of course, the way the Vikings have to keep every team in every game by one position. So this is the horror of Nathan Peterman versus the horror of the Minnesota Vikings winning every every single game by one possession. This smells pushy as all hell. Uh, but I pick one side or the other. I, I, I can't pick the Nathan Peterman side, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with uh, with the Vikings. And, hey, the coin isn't yeah. even going to go with Nathan <laughs> Peterman, man. That made the coin go ahead. That, I don't blame it. Blame the coin Actually, when I said Nathan Peterman, this coin instantly became a two-headed <laughs> coin. As well it should. Uh, the Panthers and Saints. Uh, these are this is one of the few games where there's absolutely nothing to play for. Both of these yeah. teams are eliminated from playoff competition. Uh, they played all the way back in Week Three in Charlotte. Panthers won twenty-two fourteen. It was a good Jameis game, and the Saints lost it. So that that was a bad sign. Uh, he was no match for Christian McCaffrey and Baker Mayfield. That's how long that was. Wow, man. Uh, Panthers in this one are plus three and a half at the Saints. Uh, I, this is one. Who's playing golf, right? Who, who's, who's making <laughs> reservations? Who's? I have no clue. I'm just. I'm going to take the Panthers. I think they've had the better run lately than the Saints. Although the Saints had that nice win um, over the Eagles, but I mean that was mostly Gardner Minshew crap in the bed, which we didn't even talk about in this crazy week. Was that performance that Minshew had with the Eagles, but. Uh, I think uh, uh, Tommy's not going to be there throwing dimes to Mike Evans in this game. <laughs> I think Carolina's got a, a, a game plan good enough to beat the Saints here, or at least stay under three and a half. Yeah, the only thing interesting about this game is uh, you know, Dennis Allen got the game for the Saints following Sean Payton's uh, retirement thanks to his work with the defense. And I still I think it was the right call. I thought it was the right call then. It was the right call. I think they had a lot of bad luck, a lot of injuries. Um, so I'm sure he's not on the hot seat. I'm sure he'll be bad. Some, some people that are on the hot seat. Uh, and then will Steve Wilkes get the Carolina game on the other side based on his, his work this year, uh, his interim coaching? Uh, he deserves it. He's, he's black, so I doubt it'll happen. Uh, but it's been great. Uh, the Panthers have been great. They've been fighting. Uh, they finally got eliminated. Um, I will concur and take the three and a half although I don't know if Carolina would win, but it's it, there's a hook, so they don't have to win. All right. And I am flipping. It is Tails. 
Panthers. All right. Carolina all across. That means we lose. Uh, well, yeah, usually. Uh, the Ravens and the Bengals. Okay, I, I'm not getting into all those scenarios. Here's what we definitely know. Uh, congratulations to the uh, AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals. That much we know because what are all the scenarios that we know now that the uh, Ravens are two games behind in the loss column of the Bengals right. with one game left, which just they can't catch them. That's it. So the, the division is, is settled. Um, so all the other seeding scenarios out there, they're, they're out there for you if you want to go find them and read up on them. Uh, so the Ravens will be sending Snoop Huntley out there one more time. Lamar hasn't even practiced since he got hurt. I don't know when he's going to be ready. I, I, don't, I don't think he's coming back. This season? At all? Not even in the playoffs? Well, well wow. we see Tyler Huntley too many more times. Uh, he won't be back. <laughs> it won't matter. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Uh, Baltimore, Baltimore might have to come. If, if Baltimore is the sixth seed, as of right now, they'd be going to Cincinnati. They, 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 I was just about to say they might have to come back to Cincinnati next week uh, yeah. because that's what the matchup is uh, at this moment. Um, but for this game, uh, Cincinnati is still fighting. They, uh, they, there's one seed at play. There's two seeds at play, all that stuff. Um, Ravens yeah. are one nine seed's points over. at the Bengals. This is just a KC winning today, but KC one seed is officially there. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Uh, but the two seed is still uh, still an, an, an issue. Uh, but the Ravens are plus nine points in this one at the base. Uh, I'll tell you what. I gave you the stat that I was going to give during this part of the show, that the Ravens' offense, 11 points per game, mm-hmm. since Tyler Huntley took over, is the worst in the league. The Bengals are still playing for something. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah. Give me the Bengals. Um. I'm definitely uh, taking the Bengals and giving the nine as well. A few games that I think are going to be absolute uh, whoopings, and this is one of them. Uh, he was looking ready to give Buffalo all they could handle Monday night before everything happened. Um, so yeah. I think they're going to take they're gonna take all that anxiety, and they're going to explode all over the Ravens and just kill them. The coin concurs. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, moving on to the Patriots and the Bills. Uh, yeah, we know the Bills, after all the hard work and beating the Chiefs uh, earlier in the season, uh, trying to get the one seed, and after all is said and done, the Chiefs get the one seed anyway. But there's still a scenario that they might not have to go to Kansas City if they win the title game. It's it's crazy. Uh, they The Bills will be playing hard because they still have to hold off Cincinnati to keep that two seed, as we talked about yeah. a little bit earlier. Uh, the Patriots, they have a chance. They, uh, Patriots are in. Um, I didn't. I didn't write their scenario down, but the Patriots do uh, at the at the playoffs. Um, right, that's it. Pats, the Pats win. They're in. Winning in. Winning okay. in. Um, Devontae Parker only cleared from his concussion. Will be back out there for the Patriots. Um, in this one, the uh, Pats are the seven and a half point dogs at the Bills. Uh yeah. I tell you what, we're we're, we're talking about this. Damar Hamlin thing. I I mean, we talk about Franco Harris, the ghost of Franco, and what, man, if the Bills don't come out and open up the can as we go through the playoffs here for for Damar, for their fallen 
for their fallen teammate, I, I don't know what other narrative you can possibly have than that team is just going to – I wouldn't want to be the team facing the Bills. I No more of this taking teams lightly stuff. I don't think that happens here. Uh, I don't think they're afraid of anybody. I don't think they're worried about having to go to – they're in Kansas City. I don't think they're worried about going to Indy or Houston or Dallas. They're going to take this thing all the way to Washington, D.C. Yeah! Yeah! Give me the bills. All right. Uh, teams, uh, we see Thursday night, Buffalo won 24-10 at New England. And Tremaine, the linebacker, actually said after the game that the game plan for the bills was to make Mac Jones beat him. That is a damn statement for a first-round quarterback that the other team said, you know how you need to beat this team? We need to make that quarterback beat us. We need to make him win the game. Um, that's not a good sign. Uh, you know, we don't here's, – here's where I'll be your side a little bit with some of this uh, speculation. We don't know how the Bills are going to respond, actually, uh, after what happened Monday night. Because they don't know how they're going to respond. They can say uh, they're going to get out there and do this and do that for DeMar. They don't know how they're going to feel when they get back out there after their teammates uh, stop on the field. They think they're going to get out there and ball up, but they don't actually know. Uh, we have to pick and, and try to predict what's going to happen. So we're, you know, I, I figure out how I'm going to go on that road. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look at what they've done with the Patriots. Uh, ever since uh, the game where Matt Jones had, what, six passes and beat him? Three. Three. <laughs> he was two for three in that game. I mean, it was like 70-mile-an-hour wins or something in that game. Yeah, but Project three times. Um, but, yeah, ever since that, Bills basically said, okay, fuck you, we're daddy, you know, take it out on you. So I think that's what going to eventually come to bring, but – uh, if they didn't, don't be surprised. We really don't know. This is uncharted for everybody. But uh, as my prediction for you, I, I think that's going to be another of the, uh, the kicking. Well, the coin likes the Patriots here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Coins going with the evil empire. Yeah. You, you know what Belichick's going to pull out. He, uh, he, he's going to uh, From there, we'll go to... The Texans and the Colts, both four. Mm. <laughs> and if, if that isn't bad enough, the Colts have to go back to Sam Ellinger via the Saturday finale. Uh, so some of that quality uh, football from the yeah. quarterback position there. Uh, these two teams have a tie on their record, and it's against each other. Uh, week one, they tied 20. Houston was up 20 to 3, and then they Houston over themselves. This uh, one, the Texans. Are two and a half point dogs at the Colts. They, with a loss, Houston will lock up the number one pick in the draft. We've seen this before with Houston. We've seen them have a kicker kick a ball mm. sideways at the end of a game. That's I mean, if Chris Brown gets signed before this game, you will know <laughs> that the fix is in. There is no chance in hell that Houston, for pride, is going to even entertain the idea of giving up that number one seed to the Chicago Bears. Uh, they're already on the golf course. They're already <laughs> planning who their number one pick is going to be, which quarterback they want to take to replace the general. I'm taking Indy in Jeff Saturday's swan song. I'm not taking Sam Ellinger. 
circumstance, just like I'm Uh-oh. not taking Tyler Thompson under any circumstance. It's bad. I know. the Houston Texans to win this game. Wow. So if they win and the Bears lose, your Bears will have the number one pick. Yeah, and Chicago Bears. And they have their quarterback, so they will be able to basically set themselves up for a decade in draft picks. If they're smart, yes. The coin likes the Colts. Oh, okay. Not the favorite. It came up heads. Uh, you're kind of a loser either way in that game, whichever way you want. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be like, I'm going to have red zone on tomorrow. I hope they don't even cover that game. I don't know why in the hell they would. Just put a big X over it when they go to the quad box or the octo box. Just, just you know, put a big NC-17 logo over it. Like, you're not allowed to see this. It's pay-per-view. The, the big uh, red X the family feud buzzer. Just, no, we're not going that game. No, not at all. No reason. All right, late afternoon action with a lot of playoff implications. Uh, starting with Rams-Seahawks. Uh, Rams, of course, have no implications. They are 5-11, and 11, but the Seahawks are eight that last wild card spot if they win and the Packers get it up on Sunday night. Uh, so we know we're going to be playing. Uh, we're in the forecast and should be Aaron Donald on the sideline watching uh, in week 13, these teams got a ton in 27-23 down in L.A. And we should have seen that as a sign of the Seahawks collapse uh, anyway if they won the game because Geno Smith had to hit D.K. Metcalf for a game-winning victory uh, to get a touchdown in that game in order to beat Ben Wolford. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Rams are six-point dogs to the Seahawks. Yeah, I, I, this is a tough one for me because, you know, if, this, if the Seahawks win, they put all the pressure on the Packers to win to get in. Otherwise, the Seahawks get in. Packers have to win anyways. That doesn't matter at all. But if the Seahawks lose, that actually makes tomorrow night between the Lions and the Packers win and you're in. Yeah. So a Seahawks the win here, play. yeah, the Seahawks win here would actually eliminate the Lions from the playoffs Um which obviously the more compelling story would be a Seattle loss to make that game tomorrow winner take all, just like we had tonight with the AFC South. I don't think Seattle got the memo. I'm going to take Seattle to to stand up one last time here at home and uh, cover the number. That is that's the tough because uh, the Geno Smith collapse uh, comes yeah. to a climax here against a uh, decent Rams defense. They will Defense. Uh does Baker Mayfield have another decent game somewhere in him? Uh, that would be also fitting that he would find a way to get to the uh, the Seahawks and come out on top and put himself in position to be uh, maybe a, a hot guy in, in the offseason and free agency. Who knows? Um, I'm, I'm going with the Rams. I, they've, uh, had, I know they've had some games in which they completely shit said and, and lost their mind, but you got Sean McVay speculating on here this Weekend that he might be with uh, I put it together one time for, for old Sean. Well, the good news for you, the coin agrees with you. All right. You always want the coin on your side when we disagree. Uh, for sure. Uh, Cardinals and the 49ers. Arizona, of course, long out of it at 12. San Francisco, 12 and 4. Um, they're going to uh, get Debo Samuel back. They're going to get 
Eli Mitchell back running back uh, just in time to spell Christian McCaffrey. He's got an ankle. He's going to play some. Um, they get one seed if the Eagles pick it up um, in their game that we're picked later on. So that's going to be going on to the same time. So they're yeah. going to come out uh, firing and, and playing, trying to figure everything out. In Arizona, you get more David Bauer action at quarterback if you like that. Uh, but he will not have Duke Hopkins. He won't have James Conner. He won't have a lot of guys. And that's probably why this is such a huge sport. Uh, cards are plus 14 and a half at the Niners. The Niners also want to hold off the Vikings for the two seed. So not only is there the top seed in play, but there's also that potential to, should the Niners lose this game somehow, uh, that they could drop to the three seed um, and set themselves up for you know a different path through the playoffs too. Uh, I just think Arizona is so bad. I just I don't think it matters. I, I I mean, evil genius over there, you know, Shanahanigans, he'll find a way to scheme whoever the hell is in the game to be two touchdowns and a half better than uh, better than the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are dreadful. Uh, I'll take they are. San Francisco to cover the number, take care of business, rolling into the playoffs. Uh, on week eleven, uh, Monday night. Mexico the Niners went down and really whopped the Cardinals at 138 to 10. Uh, it wasn't Brock Purdy, but was that a Jimmy G game? That was one of Jimmy G's better Jimmy games. Game. Yeah, uh, that game is only notable because of the uh, Cardinals assistant coach Sean Coolers use of hands. He got thrown out of Mexico for groping a woman the night before that game. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, good times for the Cards. Um, I. Cards are absolutely dreadful. You know how I feel about that. Coach Walton, uh, Kingsbury, that whole thing is over and ready to be blown up. Nobody will take them, so I will concur. The and the coin says, take the points. Oh, <laughs> the Cardinals. Oh, Lord. Take yeah. the points. Coin's That's taking the points. Good. You know, historically, Not a, oh. you. when the coin goes against us, it's got to yeah. be 80%. <laughs> Feels like when it. we agree, it feels like the it. coin has the opposite. Take the coin, folks. If Take you're listening to the show and you're betting money on this, which I hope you're not, <laughs> uh, please gamble responsibly, but always take the coin over the two of us. Or maybe back them in, in Daily Fantasy or something. Go crazy on HDG or something. I don't know. Clippers <laughs> uh, and Broncos. Uh, Chargers in and six. Denver, of course, out of it at four and 12. Uh, Clippers. Uh, if Cincinnati wins early in the day, the Clippers would be locked into the five. We both the Bengals are going to absolutely destroy the uh, Ravens. Um, so in that scenario, the Clippers would not be playing a lot of their guys. Probably uh, they take Aaron James returns from cussing him. If they're locked in, he probably won't play very much, if at all. Um, but this is one of those weird scenarios. Uh, the much worse team than the Broncos are favorite, three-point favorite at home against the Chargers. You know, people are some of the stuff I listen to is talking about. Well, the Chargers are going to want to win here to keep that that five seed because they're going to want to play the winner of that Jacksonville Tennessee matchup. Uh, the Chargers have absolutely boat raced by the Jaguars <laughs> earlier this season, so I don't know if that's necessarily the place they want to go uh, after that thirty-eight to ten just beatdown that they took at the hands earlier this season to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But 
either way, they're the five or the six, um, you know, depending on what happens with Baltimore. And I don't expect Baltimore to beat Cincinnati. So it looks like ja- uh, that the Chargers are going to Jacksonville kind of no matter what. So I'm taking the Broncos. There you go. It's week 18. Um, so am I. <laughs> and so is the coin. Broncos country. Let's ride. Go Russ. One time when it doesn't matter at one all. One last time. Broncos country. Let's ride. Doesn't matter a damn bit. This will be his best game of the year. It's going three fifty. Oh man, I'm gonna have to start now. Russell tomorrow in my DFS. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right, biggest spread of the week is the Giants and the Eagles, which is uh, hilarious because it's two playoff teams. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> but the Giants are locked in to succeed in the NFC. Um, they're going to have their run for Williams, and it's probably not going to use uh, Danny Williams very much a quarter because Dave's Webb has been activated and will be on the active roster uh, for the Giants. So obviously, he's going to play some. Uh, for the Eagles, uh, Jalen Hurts a little less than before, so he's going to come back and play uh, for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles after that Gardner Minshew outing last weekend. Um, biggest spread of the week, Giants are plus 16 at the Eagles. That is a massive number. So here's my prediction for this game. Giants are resting everybody because this game means nothing to them, right? So they, this is basically a, a bye week for the Giants. So you got to get as much rest in. Rest Saquon, rest Danny Dimes, rest all those guys. Jalen Hurts is only going to play long enough to run up the score on the Giants, and then they're going to pull everybody, and then the Giants backdoor cover. I'm taking the points. That makes perfect sense. Uh, There is uh, no reason to absolutely uh, destroy that pick and say it's going to go that way. It very well might absolutely go that way. Um, But I think the are just going to pummel. <laughs> They're going to pummel the Giants up the, the, even to cover the 16, even with their starters in the fourth quarter or whatever. Um, they, they got they got to go. They got to uh, hold Dallas and San Francisco uh, the number one seed. Yeah. So, and, and they're both playing uh, Dallas and San Francisco at the same time. So they don't know. They're going to have to go longer than uh, they might. Be. So I, I think the Eagles actually been in there uh, for a long time. But Team, they already pummeled the Giants 48 to 22. That was against clinched the playoffs. The Eagles. Uh, this one is to clinch the number one seed, so it might be a very similar. Like, going to take 16. All right, let's see here. The coin says take the points. All the points. All right. I, the I'll coin has been obviously following along with this season and, and taking same. a lot of big points. Same. Huge spread. <laughs> Do not go with the favorites because that has not gone well. If you just bet the underdog on all of these 10-plus point lines this year, if you just bet those games and took the dogs, you'd be rolling in money. It's one of those years. Other years, it doesn't go that way. It doesn't always happen that way, yeah. Yeah, you'd you'd get your ass kicked. Uh, But this year, definitely big time with the dogs. Uh, Another big dog. Uh, the Washington Commanders. In yeah. I don't think they've been eliminated yet. Uh, they will host the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas 7-4, Washington 7-8-1. and one. Um, As I said, Dallas has a chance at one seed if 
cut all the Eagles and the 49ers both lose Dallas uh, miraculously takes a top seed in the NFC. I never that could even be in play. Um, even if the Eagles, uh, it was just the Eagles, Dallas can backdoor to their win and win the division. Uh, get Tony Pollard back. Uh, he was out last week with a thigh injury. Uh, Washington, as we talked about, their quarterback issues now. Sam Howell is QB1. Yeah. Beer Man some as well. I don't know. Carson Wentz definitely out. Um, both of their running backs are definitely Al Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. Many other players have been ruled out already as well. Before uh, Dallas uh, won 25-10 down in Jerry World, the game where 40.9% of Washington dropbacks pressed. And it's like, you, you can't do anything. Every t- if you at the time you drop back, the team is getting pressure on you. you, can, you you're you're going to win that way. So. Uh, another huge win in the uh, in the Cooper Rush era, uh, all because of Cooper, all because of the great play of Cooper Rush, not because of the defense at all. Sure. Right. Um, and this one, Dallas is the big favorite up in Washington, minus seven at the Potato Skin. Uh yeah. So let's see. Can't take Nathan Peterman. Can't take Skylar Thompson. I'm not taking Random Allen, whoever the hell this guy is. I mean, if this isn't a Random Allen, I don't know who is. Dallas still playing for something. A lot of scoreboard watching is going to be going on in this game. But if, you know, if the Giants are somehow hanging the eyes, I, I think that the Cowboys go out, they take care of business. Washington's a dumpster fire. I'll take the Cowboys squish. It feels like Chico's last stand to me. It feels like it's his last go around. Sure. Uh, since Washington actually likes him, since players actually like Chico Rivera and play for him, uh, despite all this uh, quarterback shenanigans, um, and since how I don't know what he is or who he is, but since he's not Carson Wentz, I'll take the teams to play <laughs> close and keep it close, and, and I'll take the points. Okay, let's see. The coin says no, 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 no. Coins says <laughs> take the Cowboys and give the seven. I'm trying. The coin has also gone against every random Allen this week. Mark Coin, you got there. Uh, and we have finally to the conclusion the final game of the season. The Detroit Lions and the Green Packers yeah. will be um, And the Packers are in a win situation after the terrible start of their season. Um, the Lions, as we discussed, will sneak in themselves if they win this game and Seattle loses earlier in the day. But if Seattle beats Rams, which you have happening, then Detroit uh, would have to uh, would be eliminated, actually. Uh, so that's the scenario set up for that one. Uh, the Packers are going to pull it out at home. Detroit would be a dog at Green Bay. Did you say five? I did. Okay, because you broke up there a little bit. Um, that's okay, because I picked this at four and a half, so five is even better, because I'm actually taking the Lions and the points. Um, I, I'm not taking the Lions to win. I'm getting cute here. I think they're going to put up some fight. I, I don't think this is just the Packers steamrolling their way through to the to the playoffs, and, and who knows where once they get in. Um, I still think that the Lions, whether – and again, this is – I don't even worry about the earlier – game. I think whether the lot the Lions are playing for everything or playing for nothing, they're either going to be playing for their playoff lives or they're going to be playing spoiler. And I think they'd love nothing more than 
knocking the Packers out of the playoffs either way, whether they get in or Seattle gets in. So I'm going to take the Lions to, to kind of stand up here for Dan Campbell and give the Packers uh, all they can handle. I'm taking the Lions and the five. Okay. I do still uh, want the Packers to win because I do want you to get your nine and eight Packers to the playoffs and I get my Jags to the playoffs and we can both be happy. Can both tout our business. Yes. Uh, we, we, have uh, business cards made up with those predictions on it. It's just, hey, football <laughs> but if the Lions here. win, I get to gloat. So I got <laughs> my team to the playoffs. Yeah. Although I have the Packers losing the Super Bowl to the Bills, so I would also like them to make the playoffs too. Uh, the early game you referenced, Week Nine, uh, Barnburner up in Detroit, uh, yes. won fifteen to nine. That game was that was the Aaron Rodgers <laughs> three pick game, I believe. <laughs> Lions are trash. He talked about he shouldn't lose this team and pissed off yeah. the Lions locker room. I mean, the Packers were living in the red zone in that game and just kept not scoring points. They they weren't good, but the the, the Packers were worse. No, this is uh, this is when they really were supposed to panic about what everything that was going on with them. This was where uh, Romeo Dobbs the week looking like he might be then uh, twisted up yeah. his ankle the very first catch of the evening and was out for the rest of the game. Uh, this is the game where the decided to to the one yard line and have a rollout back to the offensive lineman in the end zone and to get Aiden Hutchinson looked up and said, Ooh, yeah. the present right to me. Uh, just a terrible design, a terrible idea all, all around. They were they were desperate. It, it yeah. was circling down the drain. So it was maybe it was the game that sort of snapped into the okay, we gotta do it. It did, because that was uh they had lost that was their fifth loss in a row. Um that that game, and then they came back the next week and beat the Cowboys. Um, yeah. And since that Lions game, the Packers have gone five and two. Yeah, so that was the one. Was like, okay, this is the bullshit. we 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 need it better than this. Um, yeah, uh, I, I preordained it, so it must be, and I am locking. Yeah, you might, might as well. Five. I was, you know, I yeah, didn't. I, I even lost track. <laughs> right, you forgot. I had. I didn't the locks lock. don't really matter. Um, right. But no, I, I get it. I mean, this is your pick. Just like, hey, you know, I you, you would have probably thought I would have had the Jags today because you were like, oh, you're really getting cute. Cause, yeah, and no, I, I thought that the Titans would try to, you know, win ugly. They tried. They tried. So I'm taking the Lions. You're taking the Packers. The coin is taking the points. Of course. The dogs, of course. A lot. You know, the heads came up a few times, but the coin was very underdog friendly um, knows. this year. It knows. It knows. This is the year of dogs. It's, it, is, it has been crazy. It's absolutely insane. We've never seen these. We've seen, we've seen a guy giving gang signs in the middle of the field, and uh, DeMar yeah. Hamlin, hold my ear, watch this. It's, uh, it's been the, that's been the, the thing that stood out to me the most is the year of injuries that made you nauseous to watch football. And Monday yeah. night was just the, the climax of that. Uh, so we will well, – We uh, made it. We actually more. made it sort of comfortably tonight, and we went really long in the beginning of the show. Well, it's week 18. <laughs> it is week 18. Flip a coin, get it over with. into our VIP after show. Yeah, uh, some of these games where these teams are been eliminated for so long, there's n- there's nothing to talk about. There's no reason to right. break it down. 
that's you know in the older days uh last year um we would just do our Halloween show and just highlight <laughs> the bad teams, and that would be like really the last we'd talk about them. but the way we're right. doing it this year um everybody's kind of getting talked about you know so some teams yeah we don't there are some teams that just don't show up in our awards and we just don't really talk about but there's enough sometimes that's just so bad with those bad teams that you got to give them some awards that's true and also this year think about the worst teams in the league even they had their moments like the texans are the worst team in the league and even they had some fight uh they did they got an award so. they i gave them an award a week or two ago for just showing up the, the Colts are one of the worst teams in the league, and they had a little fight there. Uh, Jeff Saturday first took over, they yeah. had that big win, and then it, it all went to shit from there. Uh, yeah, but the worst, hey, he's got one moments. more win in the NFL than us. That he does. That he does all. However, we did break the record for biggest loss speed in the history of football. That is also true. Um, also, how many is that, that? That can't be that many that we disagree on this week. It felt like we agreed a lot. I'm going to say it's only five, maybe six. It looks like seven. Seven? Wow! It didn't feel like seven. Point was was kicking around a lot of those. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, Fair enough. Atlanta, yep. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Uh, Houston Indy, Rams, Seattle, Philly, New York, Washington, Dallas, Green Bay, Detroit. Okay. Yeah, so I, I do think the Packers punched the ticket, but I think they fight just like the Jags fought. The, the ankle biters uh, having some fight would, would not be a surprise, but it feels like it's I, really taking, taking my prediction out of the equation does like this is you know Packers at home Lambo last game under the lights crowd's going to be absolutely crazy um, it will be all every everything that everyone's talked you know been saying about the Packers and arguably no quarterback takes uh the negative comments uh more personally and, and uses it as fuel than Aaron Rodgers so yeah I mean uh, we talked about like the Tommy kind of waiting to wake up <laughs> right did, I mean, did, did the Packers just sleepwalk through the season and now they're just going to, like, start steamrolling people? What's going on with them? I, I don't want to brag. This is kind of what I said was going to happen. They needed the time to gel and figure it out, and they finally did it. Well, them, the other thing I've seen enough. is uh, the statistic I saw, we didn't bring it up during the live portion of the show, but the Packers went from the midpoint of the season. So midway through the season, the Packers were blitzing 42% of the time. Since then, since they've been going on this run where they've been winning all these games, they're only blitzing 10% of the time. Okay. So the Packers are – well, just watch this tomorrow. The Packers are completely content to just drop coverage and keep everything in front of them and slow you down. You think about Tua with his concussions, throwing the ball to them. They get the pick – they, you know, they get the picks on Cousins. You know, they pick Baker. But so they are clearly just in, uh, Justin Fields in that game, getting pick yeah. happy late. So you think about this Packers defense with all these turnovers in the back end, and they're doing it all by not blitzing. They're doing it the Bengal way, 
the way that, you know the way the Bengals beat the Chiefs last year, just saying, nope, we're just going to drop everybody. It's an interesting take for a team that can't stop the run, but it's working. If you don't make them pay by running it up their ass, that you deserve it. You deserve to lose. Yeah. So we'll see if the Lions come out and give them a little bit of a DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. That's what I would do. But who knows? Maybe the Packers have that charmed life, and they're gonna them and the Jags are gonna win out to get in. Um, there aren't many teams in the league worse at stopping a run than the Packers, but they're playing a team that's worse at stopping a run than them. The, that's a, this is an Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon game uh, for should for the, be. For that's the actually been their that's been their recipe um, as well. They're 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 a run run running defense team. That's if they can do that, play, run the ball a lot, play good defense, get a few big plays from Aaron Rodgers. Usually, good, good things happen. So, uh, post mortem here on your uh, Tennessee Titans who lost tonight, uh, seven in a row to finish this thing out. That is Ow. That's ugly. So uh, we go back and they were at seven and three mm. at one point this season. And uh, finish thing, finish this thing out seven and ten. Uh, that is quite the hard fall. Uh, they can definitely point at uh, the, uh, more, even more than the, the offense, more than Derrick Henry being banged up um, and Ryan Tannehill going down. I think what hurt them more was their defensive injuries. They uh, had some guys coming through on all levels uh, at, at the defensive line. Uh, in the middle, uh, in the back end, uh, coming up and playing some good ball, and all of them got hurt at the same time. Like all, yeah. Uh, we, we saw Jeffrey Simmons out there that I had him in weeks, um, just for one example. Um, so I, there's no way that I think you can uh, look at the Titans and say anything other than, man, they have some really terrible luck uh, injury wise. Yeah, and in that same stretch, the Jags went six and one. That's how you take it, right? Exactly. I mean, you smell the blood in the water, and uh, I mean that means that the Jags at one point were three and seven. Ouch! Playing Jacksonville um, football, having me laughing at you uh, for picking them to go into the playoffs. <laughs> I was laughing at myself, but then all of a sudden Tennessee, when that thing stayed within like two games, I was starting to, you know, I was starting to drop some hints on the show. I was like, hey, Jacksonville's only two games back, and you're like, ah, whatever. Right, I'm, shut up. We- yeah, come on, it's the Jags. Get out of here. I'm going to get – yeah, well, I did it. <laughs> I was on that before it was cool. I don't know how many other people out there in the ether had uh, Jacksonville making the playoff run this year. but that bored to be listening to us, then go back and listen to our season preview, and I'm sure I got the, the season odds for the Jags to make the playoffs. And you could have made, made some coin there. Well, the funny thing is now that I'm seeing championship odds, um, this is on Yahoo, so there's, this is tied in with one of the betting sites, I'm sure. Um, you've got yeah, some teams sure. that are the obvious, you know, plus 550s, plus 500, you know, Philly. And so I'm just talking about the NFC right now. Uh, you've got Minnesota's plus 3,000, Tampa's plus 2,500, oh. Dallas is plus 1,100. And then it gets really ugly, right? Giants are plus 6,600, Seattle's oh. plus 15,000. Detroit's plus 12,500, but then there's the Packers at plus 2,500 again. Mm. So the Packers right now are paying the same as the Vikings. (laughs) Actually, I'm sorry. 
they're paying the same as the Bucks. The Packers are playing are paying worse, I should say. They're playing they're paying worse than the Vikings right now. It's actually longer odds right now that the Vikings win the title than the Packers. That tells you something right there with the betting public. The twelve and four Vikings longer right. odds than the eight and eighty Packers. But all the money is in the AFC. Uh, Chiefs plus 350, Bills plus 400, um, Cincy's plus 750, Jacksonville's plus 4,000, um, yeah. same as Baltimore. Chargers are plus 2,200, so that that's surprising because the Chargers, I, good luck figuring them out. Uh, and then you got the Patriots at plus 20,000. Damn. Somehow the Dolphins are at plus 8,000. I'd short the hell out of that. They're, they're not winning the title at all. No. And the Steelers are plus 30,000. So Bryce and Brooklyn, <laughs> you put a hundo on that, you'd make $30,000. Make a king out of getting all hands for the rest of his life. Holy shit. <laughs> but the, I don't get the Dolphins one um, at all. Because they're, they're, I don't think Tua comes back even – if they make the playoffs, that he comes back. I think that's only uh, there's up there that high only because Miami has officially announced that Tua will play again. But yeah, I don't think he plays again this year. Right, but the Patriots aren't going to win. Uh, I think the Bills will beat them, and I think that Miami loses to the Jets, which guess what means that the Steelers could make the playoffs. <sighs> well, you know what. Uh, it, Mike Tomlin hangs around and gets the team over 500 years to make the playoffs. I don't know how. Yeah, but any, of these, any of these bottom three teams that get in, uh, your reward is that you're going to either Buffalo or Cincinnati. That that's no reward. Well, hey, you want to get in? You don't. You can't tell, you know, predict your opponent. You can't do anything. That's true. You just want to, just want to get in the tournament. Just want to that's win right. one game. It's even better than the the NBA baseball. Whatever. You get one lucky win and that's it. The other team goes home. Yeah, I mean we've seen we've seen teams sneak in. I mean, you know, think about the Packers when they won Super Bowl; they were a six seed. So, yeah, been road game after road game. Yeah, they might they, they, they win tomorrow night. They'll have to do it again. But do you legitimately see any NFC team uh, beating any of the AFC teams? Like uh, Philly, for example, is currently the one seed. Uh, against any of the, the Buffalo, Cincinnati. Do you, do you really think Philly would have a chance to win? I actually don't. Uh, yeah, you know, you just you just don't ever really know. Um, you know, the Niners are always scary just because they play such good defense and they've got that scheme. Um, it, they they almost clamped down the Chiefs and won a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. Um, sure. Had to lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they had. To, they were up by ten in the yeah. fourth quarter with like eight minutes to go. I was. I had that pick. I was like, yes, no. They decided not <laughs> to cover Tyreek Hill. Um, Minnesota's not. Tampa's not. So yeah. Uh, Giants, Packers. No, none of those. <laughs> no. Um, the Eagles maybe have a chance. You know. The, the, the three. Teams that Cowboys have a chance to just, do anything would be Eagles, Cowboys, and Niners. Yeah, Eagles, Cowboys, and Niners probably have the best shot. I think they'd be dogs no matter who they play. The or, only way the NFC, uh, I think, wins the Super Bowl is if some weird shit happens in the AFC. 
and somebody who's not Kansas City, Buffalo, or Cincinnati somehow makes the Super Bowl. No, that would be weird. I, there's no way in hell I would pick anyone other than those three teams. Yeah, I'm not telling you to take the field there. I, I yeah, think you'd no, really take the no. money that one of those three teams is making the Super Bowl, and I'd probably take the the the, the money with you on that one than just, you know, whatever it is. It's minus 2,000 for the field. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably, here's my 2,000. I want that hundred bucks really bad. You, you can't want it that bad. Your wife wouldn't let you want it that bad. I would never. I, I mean, I don't know if I'd ever put two thousand bucks on something to win a hundred. I don't even. I'd do that. I have a problem, and I don't think I would. Even I would do that. I mean, you better be sure that that is the safest bet of all time. <laughs> but that's why I said it because. How do you think you are? There's always a chance. There's always – that's right. That's why it's gambling. I would uh, have one more goofy-ass uh, prediction before we uh, put a wrap on 2022 and get ready for the playoffs. For potential NFC, uh, AFC, Super Bowl scenarios, I talked about those teams in the NFC. How about this? Because they're so damn good at every single game, a single possession. I don't care who they play. If the Vikings somehow make the Super Bowl, they're going to win by a possession over, no. over Casey or anybody. No, Josh Allen's it, not fumbling win. the ball in his own goal line again. <laughs> Something is going to happen. I don't know what, but the Vikings will win that game by a field goal or something over whoever. I just want just the Vikings. I want the Vikings to cover because they're playing Peterman, but I want them to cover by less than nineteen. Um, or, or win by less than 19, because I do want them to be 13-4 and four with a negative <laughs> point differential, because we we will never let that go. That is hilarious. We'll be 60 years old. You remember that team? Remember <laughs> that Vikings team? A negative point differential fraudulent Vikings team? Even the Giants, who we call frauds, are at zero. Right. Oh, God. Um, but, but that's my point. If they all of that and then storm the NFC when the, the, the NFC championship and get to the Super Bowl, they're just going to win the Super Bowl by, by a possession. They're just going to do it. <laughs> what all the uh, yeah, there's a reason people, if they think we obsess or I obsess over point differential, look at the AFC. All seven teams right now that would be in the AFC playoffs have a positive point differential. All the teams that are out don't. So scoring more points, scoring more points than the other team matters Kids. especially when you've got you know it's not week two and it's some aberration where you know somebody lost a game got in a blowout and then won a game by a field goal oh, they're one and one with a minus 30 point no <laughs> you've got this many games under your belt if you're going to the playoffs unless you're minnesota or tampa bay you should have a positive point differential. Tampa's worse. They're minus 32, but they've also won four less games. There you go, kids. You hear it from Dr. J. Scoring more points than the other team. That's some Tim McCarver shit right there. You know, when you score more points than the other team, you tend to win games. You usually win. Thanks, <laughs> Tim. Uh, would be wild, though, if your Bears get the number one pick. Uh, 
been a, been a long time. I don't remember the last number one. Is the last number one they had fucking Peyton? Has it been that long? Bears? Yeah. Was yeah, because it seems like they're never bad enough to pick number one. No, they, they were bad enough to get number two, and that was Rick Meyer. I remember. I was that. gonna say Rick Meyer was, and and then they traded up for number two for Trubisky. Oh. But they were. Well, I'm sorry. They traded all the way up to two from three. <laughs> from three. <laughs> and have now set the 49ers up for years of success. So then they can move up one spot. Good job. Yeah, and then and the Niners took Nick Bosa anyways. Uh, oh, my head. I remember uh, the night that happened. I'm texting you like, man, this is the funniest shit I have ever seen. How do you get duped on live? How do you actually get duped on live TV like this? Because you're the Chicago Bears. To take the quarterback that the team you traded with was never going to take in a million years. Nope. Only the Bears. <laughs> That's the classic, though. That's why we talk about it. Oh. All right. I'm, I'm, I know I've been breaking up, so I'm going to indulge you. It's been get clear through. now. For the, since now that we're in the after show, you've been really clear. <laughs> oh, of course. It was after midnight. Uh, well, a very long week for for me and then for you. Hey, you uh, you joined me in uh, in turning forty. So happy birthday to you! I did. Thank you. Thank you. I caught you yesterday. You know how, how well actually two feel. days ago now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, forty-seven feels like all I want to do is sleep. Yeah. Did, did forty-six feel different? Uh, not the last week or so of forty-six. Yeah, I've just been. <laughs> really tired lately. I think the holidays and everything just wiped me out. Yeah. You're supposed to have a bunch of people over tomorrow and do some birthday stuff. I told my wife, I was like, no. No. I did my little stuff with the family and we had cake and we had a special dinner and, you know, we did all that on Friday when my birthday and it's like, I don't, I, I just want to relax and I want to do nothing tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah. we're just going to, you know, chill. That's 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 my birthday wish. I just want to watch some football, watch all these crazy results, especially as it gets later in the day when you start getting to the games that really matter. Um, you know, because that's what we're going to be talking about going into wild card, uh, super mega wicked wild card weekend <laughs> EA sports. Which is funny because I actually have it written that way on my pick sheet. It just says week eighteen, and then the next week it says super mega wicked wild card weekend EA sports. Saturday uh, and Sunday, Monday. For my, yes, and Monday. Right. They're doing Monday night football for the playoffs, which you can't tell me that doesn't put those teams at a massive disadvantage. It also puts more money in the owner's pocket, so that's what really matters. What's even worse is you could potentially have teams coming off of that to go play a team coming off a bye. F you, you can get to those things, I think. We don't care about you at all. Well, Saturday at 4.30, Jags Chargers, you heard it here first. It's their spot. It's the uh, AFC South spot. There's no chance in hell that that is not any, that first day, that first game next week is not anything other than Jags hosting either Baltimore or the Chargers. Correct. It had to be. And if the Titans would have 
the division, they would, it would have been the same thing. Yep. <laughs> That's their spot. All right. Uh, so next Friday is uh, definitely going to be the same time spot of 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Central for uh, wild card party, uh, our, our football party for the playoffs starting this week. Uh, be my day. Be the, we've got a bunch of cap next Friday, so we'll be going to dinner and then get home, and then I'll be getting ready to uh, on the air for that show at uh, in 11 Eastern Central yeah. uh, next Friday. That'll be a Week 18 award show, and we only have to pick six games. We'll still find a way to push the uh, the tower. Now, I, I, I'm assuming, are we still handing out hardware the same way all through the playoffs? Oh, I didn't think of that. Um, uh, we can do awards for, for the playoffs. Yeah, I, I don't see why not. Uh, I think it gets harder when you're only talking about potentially like yeah. two games or one game, but there's going to be something that falls into probably all of those categories through all of that football. Yeah, there'll be a lot of dumb things and smart things. Yeah, we might be kumbaya down. and some stuff, but we always find yeah. different angles. We only agreed on one award this week, which was <laughs> giving Tommy the smartest. Oh, man. How about that? Uh, yeah, okay, we, we're going to do awards. Um, that reminds me too, as about uh, so we're doing the playoff uh, scoring differently too. Now, we are definitely remind me or, or text me or I don't remember at all how our scoring system is going to be that. Oh, I think it was one one three five eight. Okay, I think that was the points. Did you text about that? I'm just looking at the text and, and go. Yeah, if you if you still have text history going back that far, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that we said it was one one point for the wild card weekend, three points for the divisional round, five points for the um championship weekend games, and then eight points for the Super Bowl. Forget again when I come to the air, but at least we got it on the uh, uh on the podcast. Jut it down. Yeah, and I know there. we I know we talked about it on the show during one of the recap shows. Or not okay. the recap, but season preview shows. All right, well, I'll get figured out. We'll, we'll definitely get that all figured out. Um, all right. Either way, I know I got that one point to start the playoffs because of the locks, so I'm, I'm all yeah. for that. And I'm, I'm clinging to a two-game lead here going into the last. It's the closest we've been going into the playoffs in a long time. Yeah. I'm rooting for us to get 500. That's that, that's the the right? That's the whole. Uh, it is. That's, that's the holy grail. That's the level you you, you want to get to. You're supposed to be a, a football expert, and you got your own show. You should at least go 500 for the season. So we're 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 aiming for that tomorrow. Uh, all right. Uh, unless you get anything else, I think that'll be it. No, I'm good. I'm gonna head to bed. All right. Hey, I am Dre. This has been in much less detail the podcast, the last regular podcast of this season. Uh, prayers up for Demar Hamlin. Everything is looking much better for him. Thank God for that. Um, and so, about all you can say, past uh, we we have no kids, but none of us really know. All right, we will be back Friday, 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Central, to make our wild card picks and to recap week 18 in the NFL and to see if 
the coin again dominated us, which it usually does. And we do it then. Enjoy your football. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 